Welcome back to the Robert Scadbell Show, Studio Edition. Don't know where I've been, but I'm back. <laughs> I do know where I've been, I think. But here we go. Got to remember how it's done. 24 years into this thing, almost 25 years coming up in the new year. <sighs> we got some great stuff going on today. Uh, three new guests that we've never had on the Robert Scadbell Show we're going to get to. Uh, James and Bear talking harmonic wealth. Imagine health, too. And uh, Rachel Ehrenfield's talking about the Soros agenda. Got a lot to cover. Uh, obese kids, what's the recommendation from the AAP, the Association for, well, American Association of Physicians? Is that it? You know, they never met an injection. They didn't want to jab into your child. What are they saying about obesity for kids? I'm not shocked. You might be. I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Also, uh, we've got glyphosate impacting uh, women who are pregnant. And uh, maybe that's why you can't eat wheat. Let's see what else we got. Low levels of lead stealing the IQ of millions of children. And the homeopathic hit of the day, just in time for flu season. We're going to cover that. You can't pronounce it, but Super Don can. Stick around. RobertScottBell.com slash listen for the chat room. Give us a shout out. Say hi. Let us know where you're listening or watching live. And second hour on Brideon.tv. So stand by. Here we go. The Robert Bell Show is about to begin. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right. It's good to be back in studio, although I feel like I almost don't know what that means anymore, but each time I go away, come back, seems like for a longer period of time, these trips have gotten out of hand, <laughs> but I'm glad to be back here with you in studio. We got a lot to do today on the show. We've got three, count them, three new guests that we've never had before uh, after all of these years. I'm, I'm excited about the topics we're going to be covering. Uh, we'll let you know about those folks in just a moment as well. And homeopathic hit of the day that you guys know and love related to flu season issues. Very difficult to pronounce. Not that all Latin isn't somewhat difficult for those that didn't learn Latin, but the root of a lot of words is in Latin. But how do you explain the duck and goose liver remedy? We'll get to that in a little bit. All right, robertscottbell.com. Sign up for the newsletter for free. You can text me or text us. Uh, my initials, RSB, at 66866-66866. And you can be part of the newsletter for free. And we don't sell anything. It just will share stuff with you, of course, that we believe in, that I use. And I want you to get, uh, give, it, give it a go. Give it a try. And you'll find yourself much stronger for doing so. And um, boy, oh, boy, there's... I, I think about what I've been through in the last weeks, and and I say that not in a, oh, man, have I been through some stuff. I mean, it's been an extraordinary number of weeks here, uh, considering the invitation we got from Mike Murphy and the crew and Tim James and the crew over at uh, uh, Mountains of Hope Healing Center, Healing Retreat in Colombia, uh, outside of Medellin. And it's still, still extraordinary, the experiences I had there with my kids, and it's still paying dividends, so to speak. Uh, great, great transformation. So if you haven't considered taking a healing retreat, and I hadn't until this happened, and I'm like, I still feel different. Um, doing all the things we did there in a good way, in a powerful way, in a very positive and uplifting way. So check out mountainsofhope.com if you haven't seen. There's a special discount, I think, for the opening one, like 20% off. You might even get extra by mentioning the Robert Scad Bell Show. So that's cool, too. Uh, shout out to my friend Darla Shine. Super Don used to be a producer on her show when we were together at Talk Radio Network many years ago. 
And it's always fun when I get back to the Sarasota, Bradenton area uh, to do some things with my friends at Natural Immunogenics. Uh, Darla, if she's in town, we get together and we had another wonderful uh, meal, a breakfast this time uh, at uh, Organic Farmer's Table. What a Oh, man, I can still taste the waffle. <laughs> all organic, yummy, and homemade whipped cream, strawberries, blueberries, everything, on top of all the other good stuff we had there. Uh, wonderful opportunity to be, to be together uh, at these events. And good friends. Uh, some would say they're hard to come by, but I think in my life, uh, I found that those friends that you make heart to heart, they're friends forever. They're friends for life. And I've said this as well, no matter how old you are or think you are, there's always another opportunity to make a lifelong friend that you didn't know yet, that you haven't met yet. How many times you will look back on your life and say, you know, you can count your good friends on one hand or even less. But how many of you have created some of those friends long after elementary school, grade school, middle school, high school? Because some of them, I have some friends that go, go back that far. But over the course of your adult years, do you make good friends? And if so, why? And if not, why not? These are some of the things we can talk about in terms of, um, you know, building a life. You know, how do you measure success in life? For those of you who, it's, if it's all been, been about Federal Reserve notes, dollars in the bank account, you'll find that that's kind of empty and hollow and shallow ultimately in terms of you can't take it with you. But what have you created with or without those Federal Reserve notes? as evidences of debt, so to speak. Just again, considerations here in terms of what's, what do you value moving into the new year? What's the most important thing? Sitting on the precipice of uh, a numerous economic type collapses based on the inability to keep printing money out of thin air and expecting it to be worth something. If you've ever been around to countries that have seemingly done well and then collapsed, it's unfathomable, the experiences people go through, living through war-torn regions. You know, here in the United States of America, most of us have been shielded and sheltered from the harshness of life on planet Earth at certain times. We've certainly read about in history books, if you've traveled around the world and visited people who have lived through or in those environs, uh, you know, it's quite shocking. And then we have other people from those areas looking into America and going, you guys are worried about what? Pronouns? You must have it really good. And this isn't designed or intended to, to offend any of those certain generations that think pronouns are the most important thing in the world. But man, oh man, if you were hungry, if you didn't have a roof over your head, you would, yeah, you would not be concerned about what people refer to you as pronoun-wise. That's why people around the world are going, man, you guys have been living in the lap of luxury for a long time. This doesn't mean that I want people to live in squalid, uh, squalor or destitute status. But, you know, the, the experience on, on, on this planet is quite diverse, extraordinarily diverse. And we have in the West, particularly in the United States of America, you could say anywhere that they've adopted synthetic food, chemical factory farmed agriculture, You'll see the level and rates of obesity and chronic disease unprecedented. And I remember on, on some of my first trips in around the world as a young person, I would go like to Europe every year. I would save up. I would get the student tickets back when they had student pricing on, on tickets. I'd get a URL pass, travel around, and I'd be able to meet and stay with people in their homes, which was awesome. And yet I look around, I was like, wait, where are all the fat people? Where are all the obese people? Very rare to see certain areas of, uh, you know, the, the island nations going to areas uh, of uh, equatorial regions I went to. 
very little obesity, except in the cities where they had access to processed food, chemically grown and treated foods. And then, yeah, all bets were off and obesity was on. Now, there's an article here as we open the the Robert Scott Bell Show today. It's the 17th of December, 2023. Obese kids. And it's it's about two different perspectives on what to do for obesity in children. Now, the headline reads, this is at Sensible Medicine by Vinay Prasad, uh, his substack. It says, the USPSTF recommends diet and exercise. All right, it seems fairly reasonable. It's called the United States Preventive Services Task Force, independent volunteer panel of experts that is closer to what we would call somewhat objective. In other words, they aren't compromised by conflicts of interest, economic or otherwise. And then they went to the American Academy of Pediatrics, AAP. And not to the shock of anyone that's a longtime listener or fan of the Robert Scott Bell Show, but what does the AAP recommend? Now, remember, this is the physician organization that never met a shot. It didn't want to inject into your children. And, and they work actively on the state level to see if they can eliminate any exemptions to those shots, philosophical, religious, and really restrict the medical ones. And we learned in areas where they've eliminated religious and philosophical, uh, rest- uh, let's say, exemptions to, to vaccine mandates, like California, Illinois, New York, and some other states. They've made it darn near impossible for, for physicians to be able to write medical exemptions. The moment you write a medical exemption, you're under such scrutiny that they will threaten you with loss of your license. Now, these are things I've covered for decades on this show, and many have said that's the craziest conspiracy theory I've ever heard. But under the COVID crazy years we've just come out of, you learn that what I've said is not only accurate for homeopaths and naturopaths like me, but medical doctors as well who dared to stand up to the medical, media, pharmaceutical, industrial complex, including those that they've captured in government. You dare to stray from the narrative, and you will be, well, like we were, deplatformed, censored, shadow banned, etc. Still deplatformed on YouTube and Spotify and LinkedIn because we dare to speak the truth. We dare to tell you what the WHO refuses, even though they've changed their mind and disagreed with themselves numerous times, much less Anthony Fauci, our own CDC, FDA, etc. This is also why we want to see Jonathan E. Mord in the United States Senate, my good friend who's been with me on the air over 10 years. I've, he's had a show long before that, before he joined me. And then, of course, all the things he's done to defeat the FDA in court, finding out the FDA doesn't care that they lose in court. We have a rogue government. We have rogue agencies that no longer adhere to a constitution as if it doesn't exist. The mere parchment barrier you've heard about. So what does the AAP the American Academy of Pediatrics recommend for children who are obese. If I were to say bariatric surgery and ozempic, would you think I'm exaggerating or making it up? Not at all. Not even a little. It's actually in it. The AAP proudly told parents all kinds of things were wrong, including avoiding peanuts. Despite the fact that The peanut allergies were brought about by the very shots the AAP has promoted. Avoidance made it worse. They told two-year-olds or parents of two-year-old babies to wear masks. Families were escorted off of airplanes for not being masked, for not wearing a mask. 
Talk about a totalitarian dictatorship. Any doctors out there still a member of the AAP? You should be ashamed of yourself. You should, you should. All right, I'm not going to tell you what you should do. You've got to figure this thing out. But the fact that they would recommend bariatric surgery and Ozempic instead of better diet, exercise. What more do I have to say? Almost. So even as much as I've been talking about how doctors have been getting it wrong on so many things, this really is like, really? They got this one wrong too? Bariatric surgery and Ozempic. Who cares about the risk for their long-term health? The fact that people on Ozempic are losing all kinds of function, life terminating dysfunctions resulting from Ozempic and other things like it, bariatric surgery. How many people are aware that the food that they eat impacts the metabolic functioning of every cell in their body, much less the microbiome that we rely upon for assimilation, elimination, neurotransmitter production, endocrine compounds, etc. And how many people are still eating processed, chemically grown, genetically modified foods as if it doesn't matter? As if there's no relationship between what you put into your body and what manifests. And therefore, you go to the doctor with what manifests, and the doctor says it has little or nothing to do with your food. Here's a drug, because clearly you have a drug deficiency disease. The FDA says so, and we agree. We're from the AAP. We're living in a mad world, but you don't have to participate in the madness if you don't want to. That's the choice. I made the choice at the age of 24 in 1990 to go organic, and I never stopped. People think you're crazy. You'll never, it'll never last. And now I'm doing things in my mid, some would say late fifties. It's right in that transition period. Super Don can tell me what it is. <laughs> I'm doing things at this age in this body that I couldn't do in my twenties in terms of energy, functionality, strength, stamina, all of these things. So the possibilities for health and healing and vitality are far greater than any physician trained under a flexion report medical school will admit unless they risk their own loss of their professional status and stature. We are in the, in the midst of a major transition. I'll acknowledge that, but I don't look at it as a disaster. I look at it as an opportunity to do extraordinary things that maybe you were told weren't possible, aren't possible. Not only are there, po they are, are they po possible? They're inevitable. If you change what you do. Now that starts with a change in consciousness. Are you willing to, to do that? Sometimes we're not until we suffer enough. I suffered enough at that young age to go, you know, I, I need to make a change. I don't need more drugs. I don't need more surgery. I don't need more genetically engineered foods and pesticides. I need to clean up my act. And I did. And I'll continue to learn more things as we go. Cause there's always something more to learn. Now, joining us for the first time on the Robert Scott Bell Show, I'm really excited to hear about their story. I just read briefly about it. It's fascinating. Uh, we have uh, James Ray and uh, Transforming Consciousness. Oh, I mentioned consciousness. I think they're going to be right with me on this. It's going to be very cool. Communication and culture. And if you go in, there's a couple of websites we've got, including HarmonicWealthGlobal.com, linked up at RobertScottBell.com. And it looks like they might even be married. They know each other. How? We're going to find out. <laughs> her, her name was uh, referred to as Bear, but Bersabe? Ber How do I pronounce yeah. it? Bersabe. Originally from Iran, what you grew up and saw, 
I can't even fathom, but I'm so honored and pleased to have you guys on the show because I know you have a lot to add. I just want to sit back and listen to you, but share with me a little of your backstory, however you want to get this party started. Um, Thank you for having us first. Well, we, we eat really healthy. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we just want to, we want to emphasize that uh, really, really nice opener. Yeah, that was fantastic. Bersabo Bear, was getting a little fired up over here. Oh, good. I, I was feeling it. I could, uh, Yeah, yeah. I, and I know that you, I was reading about your intuitive nature, Bersabo, and, and uh, I, I just like, I, I just, I'm drawn to that as well. And, and how you guys came together and what you're doing together seems extraordinary. So we built our relationship, we like to say, through war. Uh, literally, it, we've, we've been through very, very difficult times individually and collectively. And you want to start because because Robert already said he's more fascinated with your story with than mine. With my story is more interesting um, than yours. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I'm more fascinated with hers too. So go ahead. All right. I was born in Iran. Uh, I was born at a time where Iran went to war with Iraq. And actually the revolution had just the so-called revolution, which uh, in the name of democracy, which it really wasn't. Um, in the name also, of democracy, <laughs> democracy, which it was <laughs> air quotes, yeah, um, was all happening and going on at the same time. Um, the, there was a war going on between Iran and Iraq. So my first childhood memories is having bombs dropped in our neighborhood. So at night when we go to bed, the thing that we would fear is, are we going to get a bomb dropped on our house tonight? I mean, that's just what it was. Wow. And your gunshots in the streets. I mean, that that was your norm as a kid. That's what you, that's what you thought about and feared. That was our fear, <laughs> growing up. And the other fear was that when you walk around in the streets there, um, I remember the first time uh, the military came in and took my father from my arms and put him in prison. Why? Because he's of a different faith. We grew up in a Baha'i uh, ba uh, background, and they did that with um, the Jewish people, with the Baha'is and the Christians. The Islamic Republic is, you know, Hezbollah is the one that runs um, the entire thing. And when you go to prison there, you pretty much you're done for. We don't know if he's going to come out alive or if we're ever going to see him again. And thankfully enough, you know, he did make it out. And those were, you know, so you when you walk around the streets, you, you you're not safe. You're every minute you you're on guard. Is someone going to come take us? Are we going to get thrown in prison? Are we going to get shot? Is is there bombs going to drop? So it, it's it was a very traumatic experience to say the least. And at that time, between seventy nine and I could say probably all the way up to. 81, no, I'm saying mid-80s, there's a lot of Iranians that left, especially when the Shah left, um, that, you know, escaped. And how we left was that we had to pay someone, find someone, and smuggle us in the middle of the night through the desert at the risk of being caught. And when you get caught, you're killed. There's no, oh, we might get away or we might get thrown in prison. There was none of that. And we we did we almost did get caught but we made it across and it, it i mean it, the whole experience was it's mad when you tell anyone um here mm -hmm. <laughs> when you have people that you know kids or even younger generation that grew up in the states but let's say their parents are the immigrants that came over and the things that i've seen that they think about and what you were referring to 
you know, they worry about the pronouns. That's a, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. Please. That Can you guys real quick, turn down your level input a little bit. It just bumped back up again. I just don't want to blast it out and keep, keep it balanced, but you guys are, you know, such important uh, lessons in terms of bear. Your story is just uh, stunning. As I point out until I traveled around the world, I had no idea, you know, being in a, a cushy American upbringing, we had it really well. And uh, perhaps, you know, if, if we're begging spiritually to, to experience things that you know, most people, if they knew what they were asking for, they would be asking for it based on the, the lack of importance placed on freedom mm-hmm. and uh, much importance of many Americans will be placed on a false sense of security given to you by government. When you give the government that much power, you end up with uh, centralized bureaucracies that may or may not go uh, quote unquote uh, fundamentalist or not, but in some way, shape or form, our founding fathers in America had the wisdom to say, Hey, you know what? Those have been tried. You don't want to do that, but you're going to have to keep defending it or else it's going to end up degrading into that. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much what happened to, to Iran. They sold the people, which was actually funded by Soros (laughs) Interesting. On, on democracy, right? And so the people bought into it. They're like, yeah, let's get rid of the Shah because he's a dictator, so we want to bring democracy. And they sold all that stuff. You know, you get free things, and you have more security, we're going to take care of you, and so forth. Everyone's going to be equal. And I kid you not, the day they came in and took over, that same day they said all the women from this day forth have to cover up. And everyone's going, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. What happened? Too late. Too bad. And that was it. And the same thing, Robert, as I look at what's happening here in the States, the same thing is happening here. They're selling the younger generation into this idea that's not, it's not real. And, this, and I fear for America because it's the last place that you actually have some kind of liberty and freedom as a person. And that's, you can't find it anywhere else. Yeah. Massive uh, attacks on, on uh, Israel or the people of Israel right now. I've been there to Haifa, the Baha'i temple. I've seen it. Okay. Beautiful. There's a pluralism and allowance for various religions in there, even though it's considered a Jewish state that I don't know that that's happening in the Islamic world where you could have a Baha'i temple or a, you know, a Jewish temple or anything else, but, or Christian a temple for much of those places. It's, I'm like wondering where did we lose out on that idea of defending religious liberty? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point that you won't find it. And they've kind of made it this um, fad in the West now. Oh, we're going to go, you know, demonstrate for Hamas. And we're going to demonstrate pro-Palestine. And then the, the I think the most comical part is of the uh, community that are from, you know, gay or, you know, whatever it is. I don't know all the LGBTQ community, the leftist community. They would all be in jail or slaughtered if they were there. Well, they would for sure. And they're like, yeah, we're pro, you know, Palestine. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't, you know, go try that and see what happens. Because they have these people, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't seen it. And if they take over, the same thing that's happened to to Iran will definitely happen here. And so it's, it's just it's a little scary, <laughs> I would yeah. say the least. How did you guys meet? Because James, I mean, you seem all American, and maybe I'm wrong in that regard. Your upbringing and history. Tell me, how did you guys connect? <clears throat> well, um, I came out of prison. <laughs> uh, how many people can start start the line that way? Um, I. The, the short story is that I rose to the top. I, I was 
at the peak, the pinnacle of my mm-hmm. career. I was on Oprah numerous times, Larry King. I was on Today Show once a month, New York Times bestselling author, um, celebrity judge at the at the Miss America contest. I I was I was the American dream, mm. and I was involved in a horrendous accident in in two thousand nine, and in a in a retreat in Sedona, Arizona. And at the end of that retreat, after five days, we had a sweat lodge as an experiential learning opportunity. We'd done it for five years previous, and three people died that day. What? Yes. And it was a horrible accident. It it broke my heart. I, I knew these people personally because the five days prior, we were deep diving into unresolved emotional issues, mm. trauma, all those kinds of things that keep us limited and stuck. And and so this was kind of a celebration activity at the end. It was just like the sizzle on a steak, if you will, to experientially say, hey, let's take all this hard work we've done psychologically and emotionally and let's transfer it into this lodge and emerge victorious. And that's what happened every single year. It was a big celebration, but not in 2009. In 2009, something went horribly wrong. And um, what we now know, if you look at the evidence, which, by the way, no one looked at the evidence. Um, And that's that's a whole nother part of the story. But they automatically queued it up as as a cult. And it was a layup. You know, we're out in the middle of the desert. I think I remember reading about this in the news uh, years ago, and I don't remember whatever came of it. So I appreciate the backstory here to fill in the blanks because, you know, I just uh, came back from a wonderful healing retreat where we did, you know, hot and cold, you know, plunges, sauna activity, even a kind of a sweat sweat lodge thing as they've done in their history down there in Columbia. Everybody was fine, whatever. So, um, you know, what actually happened in that case and how did it end up or did it end up in terms of criminal uh, 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 prosecutions that you were involved in? Yeah, well, anyone, quite frankly, Robert Scott, anyone would have a brain knew it was an accident, horrendous accident. And not to take away from it, you know, it broke my heart. And yet uh, what the evidence showed is that they stored the the tarps with rat poison. They used organophosphates, also known as pesticides. Mm -hmm. The presenting problems of people who were admitted to the emergency room was foaming at the mouth and dilated pupils. Well, that's not heat related, related. that's poison related, that's toxins. In the handwriting of the ER doctors, it said, check for toxins, this is not heat related. Hmm. The state's whole case was heat. They they saw the big guy from Beverly Hills who was all over Oprah, and boy, we're gonna make a name for ourselves. And they came at me with guns blazing, charged me with manslaughter, which is intentional harm, which blew my mind. And I went, I lost everything, lost everything. And, and so, you know, I have a book called Harmonic Wealth. And here's what I can promise you. Wealth is something that money can't buy. Mm-hmm. Period. Wealth is more than money. And so, and I know that experientially because of what I went through, because I lost everything. And even my reputation, the media crucified me. And it was a layup for, oh, here's this guy. 
he's a cult leader. He's out in the desert. They're doing a sweat lodge on and on. Well, well, guess what? There was a, there was an MD doctor in the lodge. There were, there were two or three lawyers in the lodge. There were professional people. <coughs> Excuse me. These were not, these were not, you know, friends dwellers, if you will. These were highly professional, successful people. And, and so long story short, four months trial, eight hours a day, um, 30 years hanging over my head. And, um, the jury couldn't find one shred of evidence for intentional harm. It wasn't, it wasn't there. There was no intentional harm. It, but what was included, and this is the way our legal system is queued up. If you know anything about it, you know, um, first of all, it's queued up so that the defendant is, is in the, in the weak point to begin with, because the prosecution gets to come at you first and they get to set the precedent of the mindset. Well, four months, they set the precedent of James Arthur Ray is this jerk making millions of dollars and living in Beverly Hills, and he doesn't care about people. And then, so that's that's the setup. And then also, they bumped it up to manslaughter because there's a lesser inclusive called negligence. They, well, they decided, hey, we got to give him something, so we'll give him negligence. And negligence basically says some things could have been done better. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. Some some things were missed. God, I wish they hadn't have been. But we had an MD doctor sitting right next to one of the dece- decedents, and she said under oath, I was sitting right next to Kirby Brown. If I'd have known anything was going wrong by my Hippocratic oath, I was sworn to do something about it. And I didn't know anything was going wrong. But James Arthur Ray across the lodge on the other side was supposed to know. So I I went to prison and came out um, in 2013. I was in horrible physical condition. You want to talk about food that's not food. Right. You know, God does not make meat in a tube. I'm sorry. You know, uh, broccolis have a florette. And and I mean, the stuff that I consumed for two years, I lost 40 pounds. I didn't need to lose. I had incredible periodontal disease. Um, I was homeless. I was 54 years of age and I was $20 million in debt. Wow. In 2013. And that's where this young lady met me. Um, so Mary, you didn't run for the hills the moment you saw him. <laughs> no, I saw a piece of cake. <laughs> I, <got this. laughs> I think, I think her, her, her history and her backbone and her tenacity and what she's been through really is a large part of her, her seeing something within me. Yeah. Cause when I met him and, and, this, and I heard the story and, when you go on Google, it doesn't do him any justice. And it just didn't match up from the person that I met. And I thought, no, this this doesn't seem fair. This is unjust. Something really unjust happened here. And I couldn't. And that's why we that's how we met. <laughs> yeah. So so like I said, we built our relationship through war. It's been it's been a, a rough ride. Yep. For the last for uh, sure. <laughs> we're, we have our uh, our fourth wedding anniversary this week. We've been together going on 11 years, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> married for uh, four years on the 22nd yeah. and um, feel incredibly blessed. Really well, happy anniversary coming up. You guys are amazing. I can tell 
the energy you had been through a lot, seen a lot. And in many ways, these are the folks, uh, if I look and talk to my audience, which I do all the time, we gain and glean the most from those that have lived through the hardest and harshest things. Uh, And, you know, some of you who know you've lived through harsh things, you realize the wisdom you've gained from it. If it didn't kill you, yeah, it does make you stronger and hopefully wiser. And so you guys have come together, I guess, on a combined mission now. How would you describe this new mission since you've been through all that you've been through in terms of success and wealth and, uh, you know, the meeting bear coming over from Iran originally as a child? What, what is this convergence resulted in? Well, I think our, our, primary, our primary objective is to help create independent thinkers. You know, unfortunately, um, and, and I think that's the good news of the bad right now. If, if you've ever had a nightmare, Robert, and you've awakened in the middle of the night and you sit up straight in your bed and your and your bear got all choked up. So she hit the point, but she'll be back. You're in a cold sweat and your heart is palpitating and you and you sigh a big relief and you go, oh, my God, it was just a nightmare. But please remember, the nightmare is what woke you up. It's the nightmare that woke you up. Now, if you can follow the metaphor, we're we're in a nightmare right now. We really are. There's there's and there's a lot of people waking up. There's a lot of people who have been asleep at the wheel, and you kind of alluded to this, particularly those of us who grew up in America. And 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 my my tsunami that hit me in 2009, 10, 11, et cetera, uh, really told me, hey you don't have the rights that you've been told you have. You, you don't have the same, the liberties, you know, you talk about being deplatformed. We've, we've had two Facebook pages taken down and an Instagram page taken down. And because during COVID I was telling people to take vitamin D and to exercise and to take a whole lot of vitamin C. And, and, you know, I guess that was, that was conspiracy theory. I I don't know. Um, But I don't think it is. It's in fact, I know it's not, but, but nonetheless, uh, our objective is to help people become independent thinkers to think for themselves. Don't take what I tell you or what Beresha tells you or what Robert tells you do your own research, you know, think for yourself and, then become a truth teller. And that's, we need more people telling the truth in today's world. Telling the truth is dangerous, unfortunately, but it's really not. I mean, what, what's the worst that could happen? Oh my God, I lost my Facebook page. Oh, my life is over, you know? No, it's just a Facebook page for God's sake. So, so tell the truth. Unfortunately, truth is not valued in today's world. You know, several people perjured themselves in my trial. 32 counts of prosecutorial misconduct. One count of misconduct is grounds for mistrial. Never a mistrial. They had a Brady violation. They suppressed evidence in my favor. Grounds for mistrial. No mistrial. Several people perjured themselves. You, if you look it up, perjury is a felony and you can be in prison for two years. Well, how many people in Congress are perjuring themselves every single day? And it's like, oh, it's no big deal because lying is not a big deal anymore, unfortunately. But it is a big deal, particularly in universal law or in God's law. And, And so tell the truth, even if it's unpopular. 
you know, if you if you really care about people, you tell them the truth. If you care about yourself, you tell them what you think they want to hear. Bersha, the uh, the message to us here in America, not having grown up here, right, and and you know, recognizing, I believe, what is good about America, what is great about America, and concerns about the abandonment of those principles. Uh, is there a, a you know part of your message that kind of strikes a chord, considering you know, as I talk about from my American perspective, we never lived through something you lived through to see it as palpably as you did. <sighs> That's a really good question. You know, I mean, Birsaba has helped me a lot because even even though I went through what I went through, there were still a lot of things that I had a very hard time swallowing that she didn't have nearly as hard of a time. You know, nothing can nothing can replace experience. Um, I still think America. I don't think I know America is the greatest country in the world, and and if America falls, we all fall. That's just a fact. True. And and so we need to step up. We need to wake up and we need to start taking our power back because there's a whole lot more. And, and I'm not I'm not a pessimist. I'm not an optimist. I'm a realist. I'm an activist. And I, I believe that there's a whole lot more of us than they are the of the people who are wanting to take this thing down the drain and, and more of us just need to start standing up and standing for what we believe in. Yeah. First of all, add to that from your experience, please. Yeah. I would say, I mean, he said it, I think it was what in 2020 when everything went down where certain things started coming out and it was hard for him to see or think, no, would would our own government actually be doing this to people? And I said, yeah, sure. Why wouldn't they? I mean, for me, it was like, well, okay, well, the same thing is happening here. Um, and and I I I totally agree with them. If America falls, then then that's it. That's it for us. And our hope is that. And I think we can see now. There's a lot more people coming out that are telling the truth that are like when Elon Musk doing what he did with X, I mean, that was huge for us that it shows that there's still some hope and there's, there's others too that are coming out doing things. There's, you know, you got Tucker Carlson and so Russell brand, you got Russell brand. Sure. And you got your show here doing what you're doing. So there's still hope. And, the majority of the people, I think, still are on our side and with our views. We're just not loud about it yet. But there will come a day where I feel like we will get louder about it. We have to. Yeah. Well, this is not a time to, to be silent, although I do recognize that there are risks associated like being in Iran at the time you were a child and speaking out. Would, would result in almost instant death, if not, oh, yeah. you know. Uh, so we have to be cognizant of uh, those sensitivities. For the most part, it shouldn't or wouldn't result in that here in America, but yet we have seen the willingness to speak out, as you guys did, as I did, resulted in censorship. And that impacted certainly some, to some degree, some economic outreach for those that relied upon, a you know, an audience. Uh, but I think the integrity that is not lost is 
much uh, greater in in terms of uh, wealth when you talk about wealth not being just purely an economic uh, definition. Uh, to abandon those those things like truth and integrity and honesty and all of that, those are some things that would take you know sometimes lifetimes to repair. Uh, so we're not going to abandon that here, and it sounds like you're not going to abandon that there as well. Now, we have linked up in the show notes at robertsgatbell.com, this harmonicwealthglobal.com, uh, as well as I believe uh, is, there may be a book that people could still get. You'll have, let me know. What is it that you're doing now together to help others to recognize perhaps their wealth that comes from within? Well, I think what we're helping them do also is redefine wealth. If you trace the etymology of the word wealth back to its origins, it literally translates as well-being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't translate as money. Mm-hmm. And we've lost that in today's world. You know, I can't tell you how many people I work with personally, have worked with personally, who make multiple six, multiple seven figures, um, and and they don't have well-being. They're not wealthy. Their their health is is horrible. Mm-hmm. They're way overweight. Their relationships are on the rocks. They have no spiritual connection. And so what we suggest is that true wealth is harmonious, harmonic wealth, harmonious in five key areas: financial, relational, mental, physical, spiritual. But you know. And financial is a part of that. It's ne- it's needed in in our economic model, and yet it's not it's not all of it. It's only one fifth the equation. You know, I saw an interview with Elon Musk yesterday in Italy, and they said to him, "How how important is money to you on a scale of uh, no, one one to, one to ten, with one being a little bit and ten being a lot?" And he said, "Oh, maybe one or two. Yeah. And they said, "Come on." You know, now I know there's a viewer who goes, well, yeah, if you're richest man in the world, it's easy to say that. Well, how did he get to be the richest man in the world? Because he certainly didn't get there by by spending forty four billion, taking a forty four billion dollar loan to buy what was Twitter. I mean, (laughs) that that was a loan. I can't even fathom what the what the payments are on a forty four billion dollar <laughs> loan, but nonetheless, he he had something bigger in mind than just the money, and and that's that's what we all have. We're all here for a special purpose, and when you have when you have the finances, mm-hmm. you know, finances just give you more choices, um, and then you have um, the relationships, and you you know you can measure the quality of your life by the quality of your relationships. We need to get back to family. We need to get back to connectivity. We need to get back to those grounding principles. And then then you have mental, which includes intellectual and emotional. Physical is health and fitness both. It, it's very hard to think clearly with a toxic brain. Yeah. You know, when sure. your body is full of toxins, you mentioned it earlier, and you're eating chemicals, chemical-laden food, you're not going to think clearly and you're not going to feel good. And then finally, a spiritual a spiritual is often hard to define, but when you have it, you know it. And if you don't have it, you know that too, because you feel some kind of void. So yeah. that's what harmonic wealth is all about. And are we, what are we offering a free movie, full feature film? We can give a book or the movie. It's you just go to harmonicwealthglobal.com forward slash book. If you want the movie, just put in uh, forward slash movie. 
Okay. Harmoniciwealthglobal.com slash book or slash movie. Yes. To access it. Yes. Okay. And I see I got the Harmonic Wealth book image up there right now for everybody to take a look at if they want to read on it. Um, that'd be extraordinary. And uh, like I said, I wanted to establish your credibility from your experience and you more than, you know, responded in terms of, you know, even the short version of what you guys have been through in your life and coming together to do good works. And I, re I really greatly appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I would love to connect with you another, another time as well. Now, do you have events? Do you speak at events or is it everything now online as far as interactivity? We do. We speak at events and I say we, because we're a team. Um, you know, at this point in my life, I don't want to go too many places without bears. Um, and, <laughs> and we, we operate as a team. She runs yeah. all the AV and all the music and our, our, our live presentations, keynotes, whatever are mm. very interactive. There's always some kind of exercises. There's, True. there's big video mm -hmm. and, and all those type of things. And we do things online too. We have a, a, um, a kickoff the new year event coming up on January 20th, 20th mm -hmm. called the, the science and psychology of true wealth. And, and I, I'm a huge lover of, of, of quantum physics and, and modern science. I'm not a physicist, but there's so much mysticism there and so many things that impact our world day to day. Mm -hmm. And so that's a full day experience online that people can attend on zoom with us on January 20th. And, and yeah, we do, we do all, we do both. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Well, is there an upcoming events tab? I'm looking at your uh, website. You got the podcast, you got experiences, intensives. You can be hired, I guess, to consult with too. That's correct. Yeah. And there's a contact thing. So uh looks like uh, you've got a lot of things to do. And as do I to help uh, bring that recognition of, uh, I say, the goodness and the greatness of that, which uh, was started in America in terms of its uh, limited form of government to promote and maximize the freedom of the people. And that we should not abandon that so simply, so easily, despite the hardship. In fact, in the hardship is when we should embrace that freedom ever more, because in that way we can innovate ourselves through and out of it and help others to be uplifted in the process, as opposed to having a centralized power or structure or authority dictating to us what we can and cannot do, what we can and cannot eat, what we can and cannot care for in terms of our bodies, what we put into them, et cetera. And yes, we've abandoned a lot of those good things. And uh, I'm doing my best to, uh, to bring that reminder back on a, well, almost a daily basis here, and it sounds like you guys are doing it too together. I'm, I'm just pleased as, well, we say pleased as punch in the South. I haven't been there in a while, but uh, to connect with you guys. Same here. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for yeah, having us. Yeah, it's been really great, and, and you're doing great work, and, yeah. and we appreciate you having us on, and, and we'd love to stay connected as well. Yeah, James and Bearsaba. James and Bear, for those that can't do Bearsaba. Uh, appreciate you guys both and look forward to connecting with you here again or somewhere out there at an event uh, as we travel around the country and around the world. Transforming consciousness, communication, and culture. James and Bearsaba, thank you for being on board today. Thank God you. God bless. Thank you for having us. Bye-bye. Great to connect. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I, I You know, I, I had that sense before they came on that there'll be new friends that we make today. Uh, and you can you can see and hear and feel their experiences that brought them together and where they've been and what they've been through, that there are people that do embrace freedom, that, you know, really embody 
how important it is to return to that, that our abandonment of it is a disaster waiting to happen. Perhaps what we are witnessing right now may not even be necessary fully. I'm not here to predict. I don't make those predictions, but I will say that on an individual basis, each and every one of you have a decision to make, a choice to make as far as how we go forward from here. Do we embrace the fear and embrace some sort of inevitability of the power structure, whether we call them new world odor eaters or whatever we call them, or do we make a choice to participate in co-creation as we can with our creator, with God, to create a future that really embraces freedom again? fully and defends the differences among all of us because there are even as i said within people within your own church synagogue mosque temple or any area where you gather with folks there are always going to be different perspectives even if you align on a lot of things but does that mean we focus on the things we disagree on and then hate and fear one another and attack and kill one another i mean that's been going on on this planet for a long enough time do we need to participate with that still Uh, i'd rather not and I'll just leave it at that. So you let me know what you think in the chat room at robertscabell.com slash listen. If you're watching live on, I guess, Twitter X is carrying us live. Super Don, did, did you say we added uh, last week Instagram to, to the, 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 the send outs? People can watch live on Instagram. Although when we have the, the guests, it separates us out. So they only see like the center and nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to figure out how to make that because, you know, people don't go on Instagram to just like listen. They want to watch, mm-hmm. and I I got to figure out how to make that work. Um, because well, we're going out on Rumble, right? That's yeah. Good. We're on. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, let's do an audit. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are on uh, a platform called Kick, which I don't I don't think really anybody watches this on. Okay. I may free that slot up for something else. Uh, we are on our website, of course, robertscottbill.com. We are on Rumble. We are on Facebook Live. We are, uh, will in the next hour be on Brighteon. We are on Twitch. We we are on X, which I still haven't got used to calling it X. It just sounds weird. Yeah, I know. It's Twitter slash X. By the way, I see our buddy Laban Ditchburn's on X. Shout out to Laban and Anna Ditchburn. All right. Most extraordinary souls we've met in this lifetime. We talk about that. People you haven't even met yet, perhaps. Look at that. You know, I I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that is the first message that we have ever gotten on this show uh, from X. I don't. I've never. I've never it. seen that yeah. before. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that. So, so thank you. Is there too? Thanks yes. for being on board. Yeah. Yes. All um, right. Well, there but you go. as I said, the opportunities for meeting extraordinary souls on this planet can happen at any moment of time, at any age you have. If you think your friend group is done and over, and it's diminishing because people are not here, we've lost friends along the way. That's not true. That's not accurate. You have many more people that are in your family or soul group or, you know, and again, these are choices you make too to accept or reject, but there are people here that resonate with your mission and your passion and all they want to do is help you achieve it, uplift you. And I just want you to remind, be reminded of that as I need reminding of that from time to time, that it isn't all bad. It isn't all doom and gloom. In fact, the vast majority is not that you're alive. You're breathing. Whew, what a gift. Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? You're going to focus on all the inevitables that they, they claim are happening, or you focus on the other inevitables that you would desire to have happen and, and make your life so extraordinary. You're like, thank God every day I'm alive and I have this opportunity. And I grant you the reality as I've had and Superdon has had times that were tough and may still have some coming up. We don't know. But at the same time, 
where's the appreciation for the simple things is, and I like what uh, uh, James said about wealth is well-being, because I always said that if wealth is only about accumulation of stuff, materialism, how much joy do you ultimately get? You can keep buying stuff and buying stuff. And it's like, it's never going to fulfill the emptiness that is the well-being. And that's associated with body, mind, and spirit kind of stuff that they're teaching at Trinity School of Natural Health. It's not just about body, material body, body, body. There's mental thought forms, emotional stuff. There's spiritual realities. And those are the things that many of these institutions that are are, are, are lauded for being the official stories of, 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 of life itself, like the American Academy of Pediatrics that we pointed out in the opening. You didn't comment on that. I mean, that, that could have been an Onion article. I, you know, think about that. The AAP, the Physicians Organization for Pediatrics, is recommending surgery and drugs for obesity in kids. No. Like what? Well, yeah, and you know the thing is, is, is I was thinking about it, and um, typically the the argument against because listen, for the longest time growing up, what was it? Yeah, yeah, get out, move, do something. Yeah. You know, hey, get some exercise, stop eating crap. You know, hey, you know, you lose some weight. And then it's like, well, there's some people that have, you know, medical conditions where it's not their fault that they have. Well, yeah, where did those conditions come from? I'm not now I'm not saying, oh, you suck. You're you're a guilty person. You made yourself you have a condition, made yourself That's what fat. You do every day but, on the show. But no, 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 listen, how many times <laughs> I, in fact I think we'll we'll uh we'll we'll be covering a story like this in this next hour mm-hmm. where us adults who think we're so damn brilliant. Mm-hmm. That we're going to go out and invent dumb stuff <laughs> that we find out, you know, 10 years later is poisoning the kids. Yeah. And so then the kids grow up with these medical conditions because these endocrine disruptors and these, you know, P- PFAs and the phthalates and the BPA, BPAs, and, you know, and, and it's it's screwing up the kids and it's giving them these thyroid conditions and all this stuff where, you know, okay, yeah, so somebody's got, you know, a condition where it is. They say, like, to your point, oh, I got a thyroid condition. I can't help that I'm overweight. Well, how did that come about? Right. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. This and, is stuff. This is stuff that yeah. you can say, okay, well, maybe Johnny. Uh, when he he grew up and he had this 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 disease, who who's the who's the one that caused it? Johnny do it? No, Johnny was just a little kid, and he was he was you know surrounded by this toxic soup of garbage, yeah. you know that affected his his body and his his uh, metabolism and the glands and and the hormones and all that stuff and like that. Incredible though, you but know. Listen, we got an article here about glyphosate. The defenders recovering. Garrett Carey Gillum wrote this. Significant levels of glyphosate found in pregnant women living near farm fields. Like you think uh, about whoops. oh, living yeah. yeah, living near a farm would be good. Dude, this is fact- exactly what I was just talking about. It, yeah, right. The baby in in the womb. Right. It's not the baby's fault that the, that it's being assaulted before by this it even stuff. gets here. Yeah, before it even comes out. Yeah. Right. You know, and later on in life, what effect is that going to have on that child? Yeah. Reduce fetal growth, fetal problems, and, and again, they survive uh, the pregnancy to come out alive, then what? And then we go, oh, wheat is the greatest evil, uh, uh, you know, made to man. It's like, not really. There's history. Uh, Dude, a lot of wheat, history. wheat was in the Bible, right? right? You know? There are grains. There were things that were done. They were written about in ancient Egypt. Store them up. You know, Joseph said. They, wheat, wheat didn't, they didn't eat that for generations. Then suddenly, mm-hmm. boom, oh, wheat, it's bad. Right. Yeah, it'll, it'll mess you up. Well, now, maybe it granted, has something to do re- with... You could refine the wheat and make it, you know, crack cocaine sugar, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's whole, not wheat. That's like so, that's like that's like eating a Twinkie and saying, I'm yeah. eating wheat. Right. Right. <laughs> but here, wheat intolerance now they're acknowledging on GM Watch may be due to what? Glyphosate. Once again, oh. 
I've talked about this. People that have gone to Italy eating heirloom variety wheat that they've been doing for generations down there or over there and uh, not loaded with pesticides and all that stuff. And people that can't eat wheat suddenly can eat it. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to eat wheat, but if you do eat whole organic grains, heirloom variety things, and yeah, you can do fine there too. Again, you get into arguments of food and then people say, you can only eat meat. You can only eat vegetables. You can only eat fruits. Like we don't play that game here. Go organic and figure it out. Yeah, I sound like a really mean person right now. There is not, it Eat isn't it a one one size fits all. Yeah, exactly. Except for clean. Go organic or the essentially the quality therein. And you'll find extraordinary things will happen for you too. All right. Thank you to James and Bear for being on an hour one. We're about to be, well, here we are. Actually, we're oh, joined by that. our friends on Brighteon.tv. Brighteon. And yes. about five seconds, no less, 25, 30 seconds. I'm going to let you know that it's the hour two version of the Robert Scott Bell Show. We got uh, <laughs> Rachel Ehrenfeld joining us, talking about the Soros agenda. We're going to talk about other things impacting the IQ of millions of uh, kids around the world, America inclusive. And what is that? Can it be prevented? Can it be undone? You're darn straight it can be. That's what we do here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. 24 years wrapping up soon, heading into the quarter century mark of broadcast media. Bringing the power to heal back where it belongs, and you know it, the power to heal is yours. This hour on the Robert Scabell Show, we'll cover the Soros agenda with Rachel Ehrenfeld. That's coming up. Stand by for that. We just finished last hour talking about glyphosate contamination in uh, a lot of things, including and especially wheat, which makes it dangerous to eat. Some would say wheat has always been dangerous to eat. Well, I'm not going to get into that dilemma or debate right now, other than to say that people have been eating grains for thousands of years before they were genetically engineered and or laced with glyphosate and other toxic poisons or hybridized to contain so much gluten that the body goes, what the hell is this food? Is this even food? Uh, suffice it to say, glyphosate is something you you literally, not figuratively, have almost no control over other than making choices to eat more organically cleaner foods. But even then, I don't know what I'm exposed to sometimes. And this is why I'm utilizing the Enter DMG product for my friends at Nutritional Frontiers. Enter DMG, they have a liquid, but I travel with the lozenges so that no matter what, I can counteract the inadvertent exposure to, gly to glyphosate. The dimethylglycine, the DMG is amazing. Uh, whole books have been written about it. I was introduced to it by Dr. Judy Mikovits and been utilizing it ever since. And I would encourage you to do so. Continue to, if you haven't already gotten it, but start right now. Get the Enter DMG from nutritionalfrontiers.com. Use the code RSB15 to get 15% off. That and any and all of their products are wonderful products, including the, well, the thing I would never take before I found their formulation to help me put on some uh, lean muscle mass, to build a little bit of weight in me, because I know not everybody's trying to gain weight, but when I say gain weight, I'm talking about gaining muscle. If you're having trouble gaining muscle, they also have this wonderful product. Uh, it's called Superdon. I, you know I wouldn't take it. Back in the day, the weight weightlifters, the bodybuilders were all into it. Remember? You know what I'm talking about, right? Creatine. Creatine, the pop quiz. He gets it. But the isolated creatine is, I don't believe, advisable to take. 
But when you understand its metabolic pathways and you uh, formulate for that, you can take it in a healthy, balanced way and 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 gain and benefit from it. Uh, even if you think, I'm overweight, I don't want to gain weight. We're talking about lean muscle mass and the uh, super creatine that I get from Nutritional Frontiers has been amazing. Been a great, great add-on. So RSB15 for all the, including things that are on sale, you can double dip with the RSB15 code, which is awesome. Uh, so let's see what else we got going on. Um, we're going to get into the lead discussion in a moment here at the glyphosate. I want to do a shout out, shout out to my friend, Bobri Oren. Uh, we, he knows he, he lived under the Soviet union for part of his young life before he escaped uh, from at that time, the USSR, which was enveloping Georgia where he lived. And he went to Israel then came to America and brought us this extraordinary formula or series of formulas we call the Folium products, foliumpx.com, the Folium Original, Folium Immuno, and the Folium Relax. And there'll be more to come. But you can get a little discount, discount as well if you mention the Robert Chabell Show, RSB10. And this is the stuff as my mom heads to her 90th birthday. I honestly don't know if she would be here if it weren't for Folium at this point because she was fading during the COVID years. Whether it was COVID or not, we don't know. She got on the Folium within two weeks. About this time last year, she called me. And said, I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. Could it be the folium? It's the only thing different she began at that point. And then on January 1st, she danced in the new year, 2023. Plans to do it again for 2024 and celebrate her 90th on January 29th. Thank you, Bobri, for helping make that possible for my mom. And any of you that have had a healing in your ceiling, you don't know what to do to break through, consider folium products. Check out foliumpx.com. All right. Super Don, any other announcements, things I've forgotten? Again, I feel like I haven't been in studio in so long that there are basic things I might be going, oh, yeah, I should say that. I should say that. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, if there are, I forgot about them too. But yeah, I can't <laughs> okay. think of anything. Sorry. It's good. We both forget. We must be getting <laughs> really old. <clears throat> yes. <sighs> All right. Well, I will say then that the first article of this hour before we are joined in a little bit by uh, Rachel Ehrenfeld talking about the Soros agenda. By the way, that's something that Jonathan E. Mort has talked extensively about over the years we've been together. And Jonathan E. Mort is running for the United States Senate to defeat a Soros candidate, if there ever was one, Hillary Clinton's uh, vice presidential, presidential running mate. And that would be, I don't even want to say the guy's name. To start with D. Tim Kaine? Yeah, Tim Kaine. Yes. Yeah, middle name D-bag. Uh, anyway, we're <laughs> trying to help Jonathan get in there and boot that that D-bag out and bring some constitutionality back to the United States Senate. And Jonathan Emord can do that, emord4va.com. Now, if we talk about uh, low levels of glyphosate or maybe high levels, how about low levels of lead? That's Dude, been going on this longer is, than this glyphosate. Is, this is, again, I, I think it falls right in with what I was talking about last hour. Mm -hmm. You know? What did these kids do to deserve this? Nothing. They did nothing. And, I, you know, I don't get, uh, you've heard me rant, and I'm not going to do it again. Okay. On on the water situation mm -hmm. with the lead pipes. You know, we've got pipes in our water system nationally that, uh, you know, are hundred, like 100 years old. <laughs> Back when we were, were dumber than we are now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's lead in the, uh, in the water. And it's like, oh, well, you know, it's it's uh, within the, the limits of uh, what we consider safe over here at the EPA. No, it's the limits that they want so that they can keep us just dumb enough to do the work and pay for that. <laughs> it's just uh, a little bit of lead. Dominance over us. This is a this is a George Carlin reality if there ever was one. Right. <clears throat> they don't want you in the club. You ain't in it. 
but you just keep thinking that you can work hard enough to get there. But remember, as we talked about last hour, wealth is not about money per se. It's about well-being. What does that mean? Everything it means everything. How do these kids overcome the loss of their, in what they call intelligence quotient, IQ, they said low levels of lead linked to 765 million lost IQ points in kids under five years of age. But that's the way they want it, or else they would have done something about it. It's it's not that difficult to filter out or do other things to pre, you know purify water. When we were young, Super Don and I are old enough to remember when there was leaded gasoline. Oh yeah, and of course lead paint. Huh. People would eat. Dude, paint I shit, I remember you know? I remember when they when they got rid of the leaded gasoline. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were some cars that were were older cars that uh, did not run right without the lead in the gasoline, you could actually go down to the automotive store and buy the lead yeah. to add to your gas. Right. You just pour it in the, in the Amazing. gas. Yeah. And think about what happened in the early to mid 20th century. They discovered intravenous chelation, EDTA for acute lead exposure to rapidly claw out the lead and help remove it. And then they found some side benefits. We won't get into it at the moment, but it's not like they didn't know how to do this. You know, the EDTA stuff. And here we are all those years later and we're still dealing with lead toxicity and other heavy metals. And, and, you know, as, as the AAP American uh, Academy of Pediatrics, what's their position on lead? Do they want more lead for kids? I mean, based on their, you know, position on obesity, surgery, bariatric surgery and, and, and Ozempic. Yeah. Well, they probably have a drug for it or a surgical procedure. I'm sure. Right. So all the things we talk about here in terms of, selenium supplementation that's the critical mineral for converting what is it that's everybody's buying nac n-acetyl-l-cysteine cysteine nac which is a precursor to glutathione it takes selenium to convert the glutathione to the active the peroxidase form to really engage in various cellular detox mechanisms and functions including removing heavy metals like lead we would do sweating saunas we have a banner you can get the uh, relaxed sauna which is a portable sauna for your home use you can get a uh, hundred bucks off use the code rsb i think it's just rsb uh, but that's a link there are so many things we can do to get the lead out including making better choices about the food we eat remember years ago when the health ranger mike adams did tests on quote-unquote organic foods particularly that was from asia and maybe they didn't have pesticides added in But guess what? They had a lot of heavy metals. Heavy metals. The reality is the vast majority of ailments, illnesses, and diseases are not due to microbes outside of living in filth and squalor when you have no sanitation and sewage systems. Outside of that, the the reality is we are being poisoned to death. These are toxicological burdens resulting in all kinds of aberrant, even bacterial growth from within. Because if you have altered the home for your microbiome, Different things will grow. The microbiome will express in, in its individual capacity, every bacterial species, yeast species, et cetera, may express new genetic material in storage from storage and become what we call pathogenic. Not because it wants to kill you. It, it relies on you as host, but you've given it a new terrain environment, milieu, and it must then to survive, change, adapt. And that's why we're dealing with survival of not the fittest, but survival of the most adaptable. And as we adapt, we're also addressing things like we covered the other day with Charles Froman, the electromagnetic smog, the EMFs. 
And some people are more sensitive than others, but even those of us who aren't as sensitive are being harmed subtly over time by these invisible things. And yet what's the AAPs, the American Academy of Pediatrics position on electromagnetic radiation, EM free EM non-ionizing as they call it, cell phones and what uh, routers, and all that stuff for kids. Do they have a position? Which probably implant them with chips so they're, they're better able to handle the frequencies coming into them as they hold the cell phones up to their ears and develop horrible diseases due to the inflammatory response and the electrical reality of their cells. It's amazing. We're dealing with medical morons on this planet. Some have woken up and broken free of the Flexner Report programming from 1910. Some have not still. Some, even if, if they're doing better, are still carrying that as a mental handicap with them as they can't remove themselves fully from germ theory, for instance. The idea that we just need to kill stuff and we'll be okay. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. It's like warfare mentality in allopathic medicine. We know that the best, interestingly enough, of allopathic medicine was born out of war. What do I mean by the best? It means that if you were on a battlefield and you were riddled with bullets, I'm a homeopath. I will probably give you arnica and phosphorus and different things. But if I'm not skilled enough to pull that bullet out and sew you back up, and by the way, you can be, you can learn how to do that. But the point is they can do amazing things, microvascular surgeries and things in like getting hit by a car or a bus, resetting bones. That's, that's born of warfare medicine. We've gotten good at that because of what they applied in war, but then they apply in, inappropriately that's an understatement. The warfare mentality of medicine into every chronic ailment, illness, degenerative inflammatory condition of the human body brought about by what? Eating garbage, eating, and garbage would be better. I'm talking about toxicological garbage, synthetic poisons. Even the story last hour that James shared about that sweat lodge experience, it wasn't the heat from a sweat lodge, which can be very beneficial if you know how to do it, but it was that whatever materials were surrounding them was stored in toxic poisons and therefore the overwhelming contamination created the I, I, what were the three deaths or so that happened there unintentional but that's what happens when we rely on better living through synthetic chemistry it's just amazing now i don't know how real this is i've never validated super don you and i've talked about this because we're not big fans of uh russia's uh, vladimir putin although i could say that putin is more for Russia than Biden is for America. I can say that <laughs> with comfort and confidence. But, you know, word is on the street, former Soviet Union banned microwave ovens because they were deleterious to the health of the people in their country. Uh, apparently, there's some issues with uh, glyphosate and organic stuff that, you know, uh, Putin has said you can't do that. I don't know how valid that is, but I'll just say in context that most of the leaders of the Democrat and Republican Party, with rare exception, could give a flip less about your health and know little or nothing about health except that what doctors tell them. And so they're equally at the moron level. It's like they've all been chewing lead even to this day, and their IQs don't work if they have any left when it comes to health and healing. And they want a centralized power structure like FDA and FTC to prevent anybody from knowing about the things we know here about health and healing. That would strengthen us. And, and you go in, let's say you you sign on Super Don and you go into the one of the armed forces because you really believe in defending America. What's the first thing they do to you? 
They turned you over to the pharmaceutical industrial complex, the demon spawn of IG Farben divided up after uh, Nazi Germany supposedly lost the war, except for Operation Paperclip, and they brought those Nazis over here. And then they poison our troops before they even have a chance to defend us with bullets, not from a gun, but from a syringe, experimental or otherwise. How many homeopaths and naturopaths and herbalists and chiropractors and on and on holistic vital force view looking healthcare providers are part of our military to protect them from the danger that they and not from the foreign uh, terrorists or anything like that, but from their own Department of Defense sponsored medical in, in, interventions. So we lose it from the moment you enter because our government has been sold to the Nazis. Oh, my gosh. Did I just say that? Nazi medicine. They own and control it at every level of the FDA, of this, of the CDC, of the FTC, of the DOD. On and on it goes. And unless we come back to our, let's say, body, mind, and spirit senses when it comes to health and healing and put medical doctor practices back into the cage that they belong in. That is dealing with warfare type medicine or interactions like you, you broken a bone, you fell out of a tree, you got hit by a bus or a car. Then we're going to be as sick as Thomas Jefferson predicted because we're relying upon government to tell us what we can do to care for our bodies. And in that case, Soros wins without firing a bullet too. Let's poison the water. Let's poison the food. Let's poison all Americans so they can't think clearly. They don't know what freedom is other than reading about it in the history books. Joining us now is someone I imagine probably is concerned about these things as well, Rachel Ehrenfeld. And she's got a website, acdemocracy.org, the American Center for Democracy and Economic Warfare Institute. She's talking about this Soros agenda, and I hope that you'll read about it and learn about it. We're going to learn about it here right now. Rachel, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Glad to be on. It's good to, good to have you on. I could barely hear you. Say that again. I'm glad to be on. My voice is a little bit, I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, you got a little bit of a cold there. So we need to send you some silver hydrosol to spray up <laughs> your nose and clear it back out so you'll be strong again. Now, I can tell by your accent, you weren't born here in the United States of America. Give me a bit about your, your history, where you come from. I was born in Tel Aviv, uh, in Israel. Raised there, went to school there, had my PhD at the Hebrew University Law School. And uh, I was invited to come here and um, um, teach at Columbia University, NYU, uh, Fletcher, Tufts, whatever. I decided that it was so politicized and the Palestinian Islamists were so strong uh, even then, uh, that I didn't want to fight political fights all the time. I decided to go uh, and open my own uh, research institute. Uh, and uh, now it's the American Center for Democracy and the Economic Warfare Institute and do research about things I think are important for uh, to America's national security and Israel's national security as well. God bless you for doing that. I thank you for that. I studied some microbiology at the Hebrew University in Jerusalem. Oh. And uh, my mom was born in Tel Aviv before it was independence uh, from Palestine to Israel. And uh, she wrote a book about a life of many colors, uh, her journey from Israel to America. You'd be fascinated to, to know probably a lot of the same people over her years of being here. 
And she's yeah. about to celebrate her 90th birthday uh, in January of next year. Mazel tov. Yes, Mazel tov indeed. Uh, I appreciate you again, what you're doing. And I, I look at the... Uh, the anti-freedom agenda of people that you would think would be embracing a freedom, even, you know, in what we've witnessed in Israel over the COVID crazy years we just went through, uh, you know, I was, I was astonished by the willingness of the people of Israel to participate in being divided based on medical status, whether they got the shot or not, had to wear like a little sticker. And I was like, it's not that long ago that they were putting stars of David on people in Germany to identify them. I'm like, what happened to people knowing history and how it impacts the present? Well, um, the Chinese, um, uh, the Chinese uh, managed to through the um, CDC and uh, the American administration and the WHO managed to scare everybody in the world. So um, almost everybody. Uh, so. Um, people uh, decided that they need uh, some uh, protection and not knowing much about it. Actually, the pharmaceutical industry that uh, produced the uh, medicine didn't know much about it either. Uh, and they also censored anybody who tried to, um, uh, to argue against the vaccines or question the vaccines and propose already existing medicine that could help, uh, that has proved to be helpful before. Uh, so we ended up with actually today, I think many, many young people, younger people are dying um, for mysterious reasons. Yes. And even older people are dying earlier than they used to. Um, so something is going on. Uh, and now to have the latest vaccine when, uh, as far as I understand, uh, it was not even experimented on human beings. Yeah. And what do they think uh, we are, mice? Well, they're treating us as lab rats, Rachel. And, you know, part of my concern, and I was raised in a standard traditional American family, if there ever was one. Our mom was from Israel, our dad was from Brooklyn, but very all-American. And we had uh, medical people in our family. My uncle was a medical doctor. My dad was a pharmaceutical rep. And I think that, and even in Israel, you know, the, the penchant for believing everything the doctor tells you is amazing. It's like we've misplaced our trust and faith in people that do come out of the... Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. I pray that that's correct, Rachel. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think change, things have changed a lot. And uh, people in Israel, actually, uh, holistic medicine and chiropractors and all kinds of untraditional medicine is very popular in Israel and actually recognized by medical insurance as well. Wow. Well, that's a big shift. I'm, I'm glad that that trend is positive and happening there. I'm not aware, but I'm happy to hear it if that's the case. Now, your website, AC Democracy, again, it's the American Center for Democracy and Economic Welfare Institute. Warfare. Uh, we have here... Economic Warfare Institute. E Economic Warfare Institute, yes. Yeah. The Soros agenda is something we've covered a lot over the years here. My good friend, Jonathan Emord, who I mentioned, is running for the United States Senate against that agenda. And, of course, the candidate he's up against has Soros-level money. So we need to support that. But tell me he about why. He should ahead. read the book. He should read the book because the book describes how Soros, what is the Soros agenda, how he planned it, and what kind of strategies and tactics he's been implementing 
and using in order to carry it out. So once you know the plan, once you know the plan of your enemy, if you want, you can actually fight back. You can do something in order to counter it. But if you don't know what it is, and if you look at only at the amounts of money he is allegedly contributing here and there and elsewhere, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be successful of doing anything uh, substantial. You need to know what the agenda is, what kind of strategies were used, so you will know how to actually dismantle it. What can you reveal about the uh, the uh, the agenda and the strategy? I know I, I will encourage people to read this, of course, but to give some people some insight as to what to look yeah. for so that they can say, oh, I know what's going on here. Well, <coughs> pardon me. The, um, uh, w- the first thing that Soros did when he started uh, with his Open Society Institute, which is an oxymoron, actually, uh, it's not open society, it's closing society, it's dividing society, actually, uh, should be called. When he started it in 1993 in the United States, the first project that he decided to do, which evolved into a much larger project, which today is known as Justice Initiatives. And so you have, today you have racial justice, gender justice, environmental justice, um, prisoners justice, criminals, I mean, you name it, every justice. And so, and everything is actually, again, justice is oxymoron. It's not justice, it's anarchy. Uh, what he's creating. Uh, It's mayhem and anarchy, and uh, it's not order, it's disorder. So the first first plan that he did, which was very interesting, and um, it was in 1990, early 90s, 1993, 4, 5, the idea of legalizing drugs was unthinkable and unacceptable. And uh, so he decided, okay, let me try legalized drugs in the U.S. So that will give me uh, a measure of how far can I push the American public, how, how much they are withholding their values. Let's see how, how far can I push them. Uh, will they actually go for it or not? So he didn't go to Congress um, lobbying Congress uh, to change the laws. No, he decided to go and do it um, domestically, locally. So he went to cities, he went to towns, he went to states. So first he went to Arizona and California, trying to do it there because both of them had history of drug use in the 60s and the 70s, right? So, but in Arizona, he had a pushback because so you cannot legalize all drugs. So I said, okay, so let's do only marijuana legalization, okay? So um, the, uh, um, and that's what he started to do big time. He opened, uh, he funded new foundations, his own foundation gave money to others in order to promote and spend. Uh, the immediate spending was $15 million. $15 million in 1994 was a lot of money. Uh, for propaganda in order to change the minds of the people. And I mean, you see how today we can change the minds of people if you have celebrities calling uh, to do this or that, which is actually bad for you. Um, And he decided to go for 
medical marijuana. What is medical marijuana? There is no such a thing as medical marijuana. We are, they are selling a lot of uh, uh, products that they call together medical marijuana, but there is no such a thing. Today, medicine that has been produced from uh, the effective, effective ingredients of marijuana, uh, cannabinoids, uh, there are only four that have been uh, prepared in the labs, have been experimented on people, their effectiveness have been proved, and they are actually very good to use for, uh, it can be for epilepsy, it can be for uh, glaucoma, different things, only, but only four. Okay. Yes, well, Ra- Rachel, let me interject here, although I don't dispute that as an agenda of the Soros uh, you know, uh, strategy. Uh, if I look at as a homeopathic doctor and an herbalist as well, the use of cannabis as a plant, as a, as a whole plant, is not the same as cocaine and heroin and other things. It's a plant God created that can be used re- uh, legitimately. Uh, cocaine, cocaine, was created, yeah. cocaine was created. The coca bush was created by God as well. Yes, but it's the refining and the isolating and the addicting as opposed to the whole plant. You could go to the Andes Mountains and chew on the coca leaves. You don't get high, but it helps you with altitude sickness. So there's a way to use these herbs appropriately. The question is, the question is, what is the level of effective ingredients that you have in what you are consuming? And what else is in the mixture of your buying at the different places that are selling this stuff? Okay, Uh, I don't know anybody who is chewing only the leaves of marijuana. Uh, oh, yeah, so, we, do, we do that. You can juice it. You can eat it in salad. It won't make you high. It won't addict you. But there are cannabinoids, essential fats, and terpenes that are good for you. So, uh, again, I'm not disputing no, the, the Soros agenda. It's just an ex- as an example, uh, I, I'm looking at some other things that are really undermining. And I think I the legalization no, of all no, drugs. This was, no, this yeah. was the first experiment. And the experiment went very well because the people... Most people that are using marijuana are buying into the street corners or now in some stores that are selling it, and they don't know what they are buying. And the tetrahydrocannabinone in some of them is not 3% like it should be, so that you will not actually be, uh, uh, you will lose your judgment and, and it will affect your thinking uh, and your cognitive fact- functions. Uh, but it can be 70% and even higher. And all the other things that are mixed in it uh, are causing a lot of, and there are mountains of evidence, and I actually include them in the book uh, a lot, about the terrible, uh, even genetic effects of what uh, is being sold as medical marijuana uh, on the people who are consuming it and consuming it regularly. Now, what the, uh, the idea was really to dope people. Sure. It was not, that was the, the idea behind it. And he called it and then he said, oh, who are the people who are being mostly arrested by the police because of um, um, drug uh, violations? Uh, and very often you find with cocaine, you also find marijuana, uh, with the same, I mean, the, the people who were selling it were selling everything. Um, so, um, oh, these are the blacks. So, okay, so now this is a racial issue. This is a color issue. And therefore, let's do something about that. But even before that, he started in 1995, he started with um, his uh, funding organizations 
that um, uh, to help legal, uh, no, to help illegal migrants uh, that come to the United States. Again, he didn't go to Congress to lobby for reforming immigration laws. He actually did everything he could in the United States and elsewhere to start organizations and fund organizations that will direct illegal migrants to the United States. Sure, destabilizing <clears throat> a unifying force in America to that point that we believed in freedom. And now we also defend what we call sovereignty of the people. And these people coming from countries that are not drawn for freedom, but for free this stuff. This is not sovereignty of the people. This is sovereignty of the American people, which is being violated. Yes, of course. The United course. States doesn't have sovereignty anymore because uh, Biden is now carrying out the uh, open border agenda. Correct. Yes. Uh, and I was going to get to that next. It's, uh, he's, he's, the, the Soros agenda has achieved its impact because it now can seemingly controls the White House agenda and policy. Although sure. I would go back before the, the drug so-called war, we were being drugged across the country with fluoride, which was an experiment that was done on in the Nazi concentration yeah, camps to keep uh, the, 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 the prisoners docile. Soros did not support that, to my knowledge, but I'm looking at what can actually dupe uh, things that he did to dupe the American people, okay? Not only to dope, but also to dupe the American people. And uh, his major target has been the uh, Constitutional Democratic Republic of the United States and also Judeo-Christian values uh, and, of course, the Jewish state of Israel. So this has been his major targets. Although he worked in other countries, continues to work in other countries in, the Europe, in, in Europe and elsewhere in more than 120 countries. And uh, in order to indoctrinate uh, young people, having NGOs all over the place, uh, funding them. Among that, funding also, uh, now we see the... Uh, Hamas war uh, against uh, the Jewish state, against Israel. Uh, he has been funding organizations here in the United States that support Hamas. This is funding directly and indirectly, as well as organizations, Palestinian organizations, that actually have very close links to Hamas, the PIJ and other uh, Palestinian uh, Islamist terrorist organizations. Do you think uh, that Soros has an impact on uh, the, the policy in Israel uh, that led to... Uh, the so-called vulnerability. I still am scratching uh, my head over how they didn't see this coming. No, the vulnerability. The vulnerability is really a huge screw up of the Israeli intelligence and the Israeli uh, uh, leadership. Uh, they, for some reason, thought they should have known better uh, that if you feed the beast, if you give them enough uh, economic support uh, and money then they will let you alone. No, they don't care about that. They use the money in order to build huge tunnels. Uh, you can drive a subway, uh, I mean, uh, subway cars um, uh, in those tunnels, jeeps and, and, and other things. Um, but um, they didn't give it to the people. They didn't use it in order to improve the situation, the economic situation. They used it in order to buy as many weapons, to produce as many weapons, and to plan this war on the Jewish state of Israel. And the Jewish state of Israel is only the first one. Next will be the Christians, uh, the Hindu, and all other infidels that don't, don't want to adhere 
uh, to Sharia, to Islamic law. So um, he has been, for some reason, he has been helping them and, and very uh, radical progressive left organizations that he has been helping here in the United States. And you see them, them really uh, useful idiots demonstrating in support of Hamas, knowing nothing about it, but repeating the, the uh, chants and the slogans that they hear is um, uh, they are radical left organization to the extent that you have gays for Palestine. Okay, let's send let gays for Gaza. Let's send them to Gaza. Uh, the Hamas will uh, will either shoot them uh, directly or find uh, whatever high rising buildings that they have still and throw them uh, down from them. Yeah, I, I, I have just so many questions about the leftists out there that preach tolerance, you know, for certain lifestyles that are different. And in America, of course, and even in Israel, you have the freedom to be gay or whatever, and sure. you're not going to be imprisoned or killed for that. Yeah. Uh, yet, if you were to go and live under their regimes, uh, we just had on in the first hour a woman who grew up in Iran, uh, and uh, she was part of the Baha'i faith, and we know there's a Baha'i temple in Haifa yeah. in northern Israel. Yeah. You know, yeah. the ability to have a different religion there was something that is accepted and uh, not uh, not looked at as something that needs to be eradicated. So I, I just don't know where these you people have lost their minds that they think they could go into those regions and, and be LGBTQ without, you know, a negative well, consequence. They, they don't know. And the and the radical left, uh, the progressive left organizations and leaders like, I don't know, Kamala Harris is supporting Hamas. She wants to cease fire. She wants Israel to stop uh, uh, destroying the Hamas infrastructure. Um, the um, they they don't know history. They don't know geography. They certainly don't know history, and um, uh, they have been the Muslim organizations, big organizations, and Iran. Uh, especially the Muslim Brotherhood in Iran and Turkey have been very active in the United States in many organizations that are not hiding actually their intention and the imams are calling for the uh, for killing all the Jews and for killing all the infidels. So why this le- the left the left the left and the well it's the green and red if you want alliance uh, have joined in order to defeat, the Constitutional Republic of the United States, the democracy here, and capitalism, as well as in Israel. These are the same systems, more or less the same values, and and they are united in attempts to destroy them. And how this happened is really interesting, and I describe it in the book as well. Well, the book is called The Soros Agenda. And Super Don, if you can put up the link, it's in the show notes today at robertscatbell.com. If you'd like to read about it and learn about it, some of these things that uh, you may not be hearing about in the leftist press in America, you'll understand that it is an anti-American agenda for sure. And I know there are a lot of different views out there about Israel and the government of Israel and uh, all of this stuff. uh, And we're never going to solve it even just by talking about it. But recognize that Soros is not for the freedom of each individual here in America, no matter what faith you have or don't have, no matter what lifestyle you have or don't have. Because if you adopt 
uh, in the uh, radical Islamist uh, Sharia type law, uh, there will there will be no freedom for you. And that doesn't mean I'm against people of faith who are in the uh, you know the Muslim faith. That's not what I'm saying. There's a, a distinction, a difference that has to be made. And I know that they don't allow for a conversation and debate in this realm. It's just either you 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 want everybody dead or you don't. It's just it's bizarre how we can't even talk about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also, uh, and the effect in the United States is really terrible. You see all these demonstrations, which are funded by leftist organizations, including Soros, um, and it boggles the mind uh, that this is, uh, this is happening. And not only for students at Harvard or at Yale or, or at MIT or wherever, uh, but also they, they are sending actually they have organizations that send special material to um, uh, high school uh, students in order to have, in order to give them uh, talking points and what to write on the uh, slogans uh, that they are carrying. Uh, so everything is very well organized and very well, um, uh, very well funded. And yes, and the so, other aspects of the agenda is teaching boys that are not boys and girls that are not girls, and they yeah. can be fluid between them. Once again, come come with that in an Islamist society and see how yeah. well they're going to be. I mean, it's just so re- rife with, with cognitive dissonance. It's absurd. Uh, Rachel, I, I got some other things I have to do here, but it's nice to meet you, and uh, I'm glad you could be on today. And I hope that everybody reads the Soros agenda and learns about what you're sharing and uh, do you have any events coming up? Are you lecturing anywhere, or most of it, what you're doing is online? Uh, most of what I'm doing these days is online. I'm really trying to explain both the Soros agenda for, especially now that the elections are coming, and we see that Soros DAs are, are really proud that letting criminals run the streets and uh, create more havoc, and uh, this in the national security of the United States uh, which includes also uh, Iran as what well, attacked now the United States more than a hundred times uh, in the Red Sea, and uh, the Biden administration has done nothing. That's part of the story, and uh, these stories are very, or these facts are very important to uh, tell people so that understand they understand what's going on. Yeah. Rachel Aaronfield, thank you for being on board today. Source thank Agenda. You. The book is there. Check it out. Y'all go get it. It's linked up in the show notes at robertscadbell.com. Uh, prayers for everyone to see through the deception, the lies, to get back to defending liberty and the sovereignty of the United States, much less the you know the nations on earth that uh, are not trying to, uh, uh, let's say, uh, convert everybody to what one way of life. There's a lot of uh, different states of consciousness on this planet. I acknowledge that. Rachel, thanks for pointing out the the horrible things in the Soros agenda. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. We got a lot more to do, a short time to do it here on the Robert Scott Bell Show before we wrap up uh, our simulcast on Brideon.tv. Thanks to everybody there putting out the good work where freedom of speech still exists. It doesn't exist everywhere, but here on Brideon and the Robert Scott Bell Show, it does. And we can engage in debate, discussion, uh, even argument. It's okay. We're better for it. We are better for it. By the way, one of the controversies in terms of food, uh, they want you to eat bugs. Look, if you don't want to eat meat, that's fine, but I would rather have you eat algae than bugs. And there's a story here from Medical Express that actually acknowledges algae as a a great source, environmentally friendly protein for those that are deceived into thinking animal protein is, is bad. Now, granted, 
I'm not a big fan of factory farmed animals. That's a whole uh, different discussion. But in terms of moving forward here, check out energybits.com. You can access the highest quality freeze-dried uh, chlorella and spirulina that we utilize here on the Robert Scott Bell Show every day. Energybits.com. Use the code RSB, and I think you can get 20% off. Or is it RSB20? I can't remember, but you'll check it out. I've got more to talk about in the bonus round, but I don't have a lot of time, so I want to dive into the flu season's homeopathic hit of the day. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Yes, today's an interesting one because if you see this word, good luck, you've probably seen it at health food stores around the country. Maybe some mass market retailers carry it. Uh, Acylococcinum. Uh, This is a long, a lot of syllables, and it is a homeopathic remedy that is often indicated for influenza-type manifestations. But it comes from the liver and the heart of a particular goose or duck and there, poor duck, poor, poor goose without a liver and a heart at this point. But again, one duck can make enough remedy for millions of people. So it's not uh, overly abusive in that context. But if you're vegetarian, you're probably not going to, or if you're vegan, you're not going to do a silo as a homeopathic remedy. So these homeopathic hits are designed to introduce you to various remedies. Uh, we don't have time to give you a deep dive, but some insights so you can go further into the materia medica or otherwise. It's a popular homeopathic remedy, acylococcinum, used for early stages of flu-like symptoms in general malaise. So let's uh, dig a little bit deeper here. Uh, the origin of acylococcinum, it's prepared from the heart and liver of the Barbary duck. And in homeopathy, it's used, of course, in extremely diluted form. In fact, the most common dilution is known as 200CK, and we'll get into that in a moment. But it's widely recognized for its potential in alleviating symptoms associated with the flu and similar uh, conditions. Now, those of you who think acylococcinum belongs only to Boron, the French homeopathic company, that ingredient is made by various companies as well. It may not have the trade name that you're familiar with uh, uh, as well, but you'll see it in the ingredient list. Uh, it's known again for its effectiveness in early stages of flu-like symptoms, such as body aches, chills, fever, and fatigue. Now, it's often taken at the first sign of this illness in an attempt to reduce the severity and duration of symptoms. It doesn't have the same impact if you're full-blown influenza-type symptoms and it's too late. Catching it before it gets too late is what you do with a silo. Mentally, there may be general feelings of being unwell or lethargic, often accompanying the physical symptoms of flu-like conditions. Primary uses, to reiterate, early stages of flu, particularly effective when taken at the onset of flu-like symptoms, Uh, aiming to reduce their intensity and duration. Once again, general malaise is one of the symptoms indicated for acylococcinum used to alleviate feelings of general body discomfort and fatigue that often accompany uh, the viral, as they call it, viral illness. I would argue it may be something different than that. But again, this I know it's the accepted thing out there in consensus. So when we get into dosages and potencies, acylococcinum is generally available in what we call a higher potency, 200 CK, is often used according to the standard doses instruction on a package that it comes in, usually involving several doses taken at intervals during the early stages of flu-like symptoms. Now, there are other companies that make it, not just boron, that you can find acylococcinum as an ingredient. If we move down into the complementary remedies, I'll throw out a few of them that you may already know about, some of which we've covered before. Gelsemium, it's the yellow jasmine. It's often used alongside acylococcinum for flu symptoms, especially when there's significant fatigue and weakness. 
one of my favorite all-time remedies, as you know, from being with me on the Robert Scott Bell Show for years, is Bryonia Alba. This is a liver polycrest, means it has a lot of impact on the liver and many other symptoms simultaneously because it impacts the liver. Can be useful for flu symptoms that include a dry cough and irritability complementing a silococcine of action. Remember, when the liver is helped, everything is helped, including lung issues. And I would add in aconitum napellus, aconite, is a great homeopathic remedy used at the first sign of anything. I always try to remember that. The first sign of anything. You're like feeling, oh, do I have a little bit of a chill? Do I feel a little paranoid? I'm looking behind my back. Is somebody following me? Somebody watching me? It's like something's off. You're not sure what it is. Chills, fever, fear, whatever. Aconitum can play a big role there, again, at the first sign along with the siloconxenum. So uh, when we look at any cautions, um, look, the only caution, I guess, would be if you're already full-blown flu, a silo is probably a little bit late. That's that's really it. If you get it and it's intense and it's not clearing up, then you might want to consult the whole healthcare provider, hopefully holistically inclined, uh, to get help. So as we conclude, the homeopathic hit of the day, reminding you that this PDF, if you're watching live, you're going to see this visual. You can download the PDF for free at robertscabbell.com in today's show notes. First airing December 17th, 2023. And Super Don is breaking out these five-minute homeopathic hits of the day for our Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to be a Patreon supporter, the Robert Scott Bell Show is as little as $4.99 a month. It is a worthwhile endeavor and investment. And you often get more back than you give because we have sponsor gifts that are so wonderful. Uh, during our Zoom AMAs, our next one is going to be the 30th of December, a Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. So in conclusion, psilococcine and widely used homeopathic for early stages of flu, etc. So keep tuning in to the Robert Scabell Show for more homeopathic hits. Remember, this is not to replace your doctor if you have or want one. It's to provide information and education so you can make fully informed decisions about the care of yourself and your family without interference. Thank you to Trinity School of Natural Health, trinityschool.com. They have lectures on homeopathy, including some I've given, Nutritional Frontiers supporting us as well, and Foley MPX and others to make possible these homeopathic hits of the day. All right, so we got to be out of here in a minute on on uh, Brideon as they wrap up their uh, broadcast hour, but I also do what we call a bonus round. If you haven't ever joined us, come on over to robertscottbell.com slash listen or a lot of the other places that carry us live. Uh, UK Health Radio will cut off as well uh, soon. And you want more, you can't get enough. Join me at robertscottbell.com. And later, uh, most people are catching the uh, rebroadcast in video form on Rumble, uh, but also on Facebook when we're not banned and Twitter X as well and a few other places. There's a listen link, robertscottbell.com slash listen, as well as at brideon.tv when we air our second hour in simulcast fashion. So thank thank you all for being here. Thank you to my wonderful guests for in, in, engaging in discussion. You may not agree with everything I have to say or they have to say, but we're going to have those discussions. We're better off having encountered it read up on the things that we're doing and saying, and uh, be back tomorrow for those of you who want less than 22 hours from now, the power to heal is yours. All right, we're back. Bonus round commences now. Super D, uh, another good show. I feel good back in studio. Feel like by I'm the way, here. by the what? way, you're, you're living in the past. I am. Today's the 18th. Did I say it was the 17th? Yes, you did. Holy crap. How many times did I do that? I wrote it down on my, uh, Couple of my times. sheet as, yeah. as the 17th. I'm just going to screw everybody up on that. <laughs> you can break in and correct me. You know that. I, I dropped it in Skype, but you didn't see it. I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I wrote down the 17th. I don't know. You're right. It is the 18th. Yeah. What the heck? 
I lost Sorry. the day, Super D. Yes, yesterday was the seventeenth, and it was my birthday. I know, and I forgot that too until today. That's so maybe right. I thought, oh, dude, I'm maybe not, too much travel. There you go. I'm, I'm going to go with that legitimate excuse. Do I have it? Do we? Do I need a doctor's note or something? No. Right. Go back in time, get a note. Jeez, man. Yeah, it was the 18th. And yesterday's show, we had Billy uh, um, Otto. Otto. Yeah. Yep. A little bit of rock and roll uh, experience uh, from Australia with Billy. Uh, we recorded that live uh, from Columbia at Mountains of Hope, which was really cool. Sure. So, uh, let's see. We did the source agenda. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that, you know, she was talking about. Obviously, I was pushing back a little bit on uh, some of the details of, of what goes on. And it's not always all bad when we have things uh, occur like that. But uh, there's a lot of layers of discussion there. But no doubt uh, in uh, um, my I thought, mind. I thought you guys were going to get into an arm wrestling match there over marijuana. <laughs> Could I do <laughs> I, mean, she'd never I almost I almost started typing something in on Skype. Just be like, all right, let's just move on. You're just going to have to agree to disagree on, on some things. She never heard people about. juicing the leaves and not, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, listen. Yeah. That some people do. Yeah. The vast majority of people don't. Okay. All right. It's yeah, a I, very small number of people that eat uh, cannabis leaves right. in the, as a salad. It's just yeah. not a thing really that much. Well, it's because it's still a, a schedule, whatever. No, it's not even it. that. It's just, yeah. just people just, some people do. I'm just saying it's, some people it's do. It's a super food if you eat it. It's, I'm telling it's, you. A, it's a small percentage. Yeah. Most right. of the people, they're, they're, they're using it for other things, whether it's the CBD or the right. THC or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think I was being mean to her. I was just, you know, talking. No, about she struck a nerve though. I, it was funny because I could see yeah. it in your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, like you're just like I was well, going to give uh, her some insight, information. Yeah. She said that the people of Israel were starting to wake up to big farmers' bad stuff. I'm hoping that's true. I am. Yeah. I really am. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, see, in America, there's still people that that have complete faith and trust in these doctors and what they've been taught. Mm. So. Maybe I'm just too hardcore until everybody does. I don't know. Uh, you usually don't get challenged on stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Bolton just made it for the bonus round. Better late. Oh than well, never. yeah. Well, thanks for showing up. You would have loved the discussion I had on cannabis. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, what else uh, we got coming up this week? Is we're uh, looking at the holiday coming up. It's the Christmas to New Year's holiday. And I'm going to see what we got. We got some good guests still scheduled this week. Looks like we're going to take a break Friday through Tuesday for Christmas. Break. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll be off uh, for on fr Friday. Mm -hmm. Then we'll have, we'll have the weekend. Okay. Uh, we'll be off on Christmas Day and the day after Christmas. Boxing Day. Are you going to box on Boxing Day? Probably. Oh, be back in the gym. You know what? What? <clears throat> I signed up uh, Riley because, you uh -huh. know, Riley for Christmas, her mom. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I just I'm, I'm so proud of Laura. Yeah. Uh, on on her, her mothering instincts. OK. She, rather than having us get her toys, mm -hmm. which she has plenty of. It's not like she sure. has a, a deficiency in toys. Right. Uh, but her mom says, you know, I'd, I'd rather when you get her gifts, buy her experience gifts rather than toys oh and so nice. we've done we've done uh ballet she was mm -hmm. she did ballet she did uh like tap dance mm -hmm. she's done gymnastics we do this every year or something okay and this year uh yeah. she's going to be taking kickboxing 
No. How old yes. is she? Uh, she's five. Dude, that's awesome. And I've got, I've got, I, I think it's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went down there and paid for the first month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's got these little boxing gloves. That's so cute. That, uh, that she'll be wearing. So that's what she's getting for Strengthen Christmas. Strengthen those so. kids. I love it. Yeah. Have, kudos to your daughter for that too. I think yeah. that's great. It yeah. is. It's pretty cool. I went back into the kickboxing ring for the first time in at least two weeks or more because December has been just all travel for me. I have been home hardly at all and I'm going to feel it. You know, I'll be sore because I haven't been doing it, but I, you know, the other stuff we were doing at mountains of hope, like the yoga I'd never done before. And I was back in the pool for the first time in a long time doing laps. So I was working a little bit of different muscle. Uh, you know, the kind that I, I was used to before I went on land uh, many years ago to get stronger in that way. Uh, but I, I feel like I'm going to feel it today, uh, tomorrow and the next day, uh, getting back into it already. But overall, still still didn't lose that much, but I could definitely feel I hadn't been in there in a bit. So mm. well, keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, All right. We got a note here from Lori. Uh, Lori, prayer request for a friend, 26 weeks pregnant with her fifth child and has been diagnosed with a grade three breast cancer has spread into her lymph nodes. She's already tackling it naturally. Okay. Well, support lymphatic drainage, of course. Uh, support liver health, of course. Selenium, of course. I would say uh, even consider the folium products, although I don't know what they'll say officially during pregnancy. But to have a, a breast cancer diagnosis, what is that? I, I'd say, what does that even mean? Because in, in a fear-based paradigm, uh, is it possible that, uh, um, you know, that these diagnoses are wrong? I I, I think so. But... Yeah, we send the prayers to your friend, Lori. Thank you for putting that out there, for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got this week. All right. <clears throat> Dr. Sheila Fury. What kind of name is that? Nick Fury's wife? Yeah, I like that. Fury. Fury is joining us tomorrow. And then <clears throat> and then uh, our second hour guest is one, one of those folks that has a first name for both names. Kristen Christie. Kristen Christie. How cool is that? All right. KristenChristieCares.com. All right, so we'll have that. We All got right. uh, Wednesday, the 20th, if I get the dates correct, John F. Montalvo, Jr. Do we have Ty Bollinger coming on? He hasn't been on with us on a, uh, outside the box in a while. Uh, I will check. Okay. Yeah, I will check and see if maybe he can get him on before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we got my dear old friend, Carolyn Dean. Carolyn on, Dean. On uh, Thursday after uh, Jonathan Emord. Yep. Dr. Dean is one of my... Health freedom hero. She's been a friend for a long time. She lives out in Hawaii. She was in New York, originally from Canada. She's a double dangerous threat because she's a medical doctor and a naturopath and a homeopath, triple danger. And uh, she's been doing good work for so many years. She, remember, wrote the book Death by Modern Medicine. And Death by Medicine it was. It was associated or built out of that uh, article that we've referenced over the years. 784,000 plus Americans die every year due to modern medicine. And it's probably higher than that since covid uh, what was it? Did you see Peter McCullough recently came out and said it's likely 17 million people died from adverse events due to the, the, the injections? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, 17 million, way more than quote unquote died from COVID. That's uh, a big number. Not surprised. But, you know, look, whatever you say about Peter McCullough, he doesn't go off half cocked on stuff. He really is, you know, he's a very well published doctor, as you know, uh, and he's learned a lot in the last few years. But for him to acknowledge that, uh, pretty significant. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, then we got the Christmas break. See, the, this is the thing that bums me out because it, it's like the the universe is conspiring against Michael Bolden. Michael Bolden, Bolden Robert Gabell show because once again, 
this Friday we're taking off. That was the day Bolden was scheduled. And every time I say, well, what about trying to not? Oh, no. We need to. What we need to do is we need to create a new schedule. Yeah. That he'll agree to. Okay. Um, that is not a Friday or a Monday. Okay. Because if you, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, those are the days that we end up having travel days or, or whatever. So need, we need to have them like. Uh, but right now, it looks like the 5th of January would be the next schedule for Mike <clears> Bolden. <throat> and that looks good as far as I can tell. There's nothing yes. I see conflicting there. Although we were trying to get so him far. on with Tom Woods is scheduled for the 29th. Yep. Friday. We're, we're going. Looks like somebody got slit. Unless we had him on in the same hour. It looks like we've got somebody booked in that second hour now. Jeremy Slate. Yes. Host of Create Your Own Life podcast. Study literature. Oh, okay. We got some interesting guests coming up. Today we're a great guest overall. I mean, in You know, going into the show, I was kind of like, I have no idea what to expect with either mm-hmm. one of these guests. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first hour guest, after I kind of found out what they were actually about, mm-hmm. I actually did some some Googling. Jeez, you did. Um, I do. Google. I Google uh, behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and yeah, then I was like, oh, okay. This guy's mm-hmm. like huge into quantum uh, uh, f- physics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling you guys could talk for a long well, time. Also, the fascination that I have with history and people who have lived through it, like, his wife, uh, Bear, who had lived in as a child in what was, you know, the revolution in Iran mm-hmm. and what she experienced and what she saw. I mean, the things we read about and heard about in the evening news, you know, and stuff like that. So uh, she had a lot of experience. And, of course, both of them really love freedom and appreciate the very special place America holds if we would just get back to the, our roots in, in defending liberty. Uh, so that was interesting. Um, the hour two guests, of course, coming from uh, Israel, her whole life, uh, or most of it was ever studied, but also found out that, that the culture had gotten so woke at academia, she decides to to, to form her own uh, uh, kind of group and, um, you know, going after the Soros agenda, which is very significant in terms of what it's doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled and thumbs up, but keeping it on Friday means we talk about meat more often. <laughs> Yeah, see, Michael thinks it's good enough that I talk about him when he's not here. That that doesn't count. That's not uh, the same. Being here is not the same as not being here, even if I mention you a couple of times. Well, you know, we should do then. What? Um, we should rise to the occasion. And not talk about him? And no. <laughs> we will literally do an entire hour of yeah. talking about Michael Bolden. And, and wh- how is that going to encourage him to show up to be on the show? No, it won't, but... That's what he wants, right? That's what he wants. Why are we giving we'll him, give him what, what he wants? We'll what give him well, maybe, maybe, maybe after we do an entire hour. I want? Maybe after we do an entire hour of talking about Michael Bolden, he'll change his mind. They, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. There'll be some stuff coming out there, right? <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what we can do here uh, mm-hmm. in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So... I got nothing over on Rumble. We got okay. people watching though. Thanks for for hanging out with us on Rumble. We appreciate Hi, that. Yep. Um, I want to again. Uh, I do this every once in a while, and I don't think I do it enough. Right. Uh, I want to acknowledge our our people uh, that catch us on the podcast after the fact. Yes. Uh, on SoundCloud or iTunes or TuneIn or uh, any of the other several uh, outlets that we're on, and also. Um, it was a while, I don't know, it was a week ago, we had uh, Chris Richardson on. Yes. Which, um, you know, she's with Amp News. Right. 
and we're we're very close. In fact, I've got some some stuff to talk to you about uh, as soon mm-hmm. as we're done here. Okay. Uh, on um, streaming our show live on their website on Amp News. Okay, and they're on a lot of TV platforms. I think. They are on a lot of platforms, including Roku and and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's going to expand our our reach, um, and hopefully we'll we'll get some some more eyeballs and ears. And then uh, we also are looking at here in the new year. It looks like finally we're going to end up on Q streaming as well. Oh, speaking yes. of Q streaming. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about the experience that you had yesterday. Yeah, you talked me through finally because I'm home and I'm not running out again tomorrow uh, that I, I could take that Amazon stick, fire stick thing, mm-hmm. right? And you can download an app from Q Streaming, I guess it's called, into the fire stick. So you know, now we can use the Q Streaming like we were talking about the convenience factor of having a remote control. People are used to that now. You can search for shows. You can favorite channels. And so it really has made the difficult experience of, you know, you could watch it on your computer online or even on your phone stuff, but you really can't see anything. I mean, and, and I mean, and again, just to, to emphasize, yeah, you've got a remote when you get the fire stick, it comes yeah. with a remote. So you download the app into the fire stick and now you've got the ability to sit down on your couch like you yeah. would normally do use mm-hmm. the remote and navigate around on Q streaming. Yeah. And yesterday you were saying that you were watching the Atlantic Falcons, the, the Atlantic, Atlantic Falcons. Ones, yeah. They, the they Atlanta, horrible Atlanta teams. Falcons. Sorry. Yeah. I know your, your team so, sucks. But. Yeah. So here's the thing. When you, if you're into the football and I, I'm not, uh, let's say obsessed, right? Like I like oh, it. Don't it. apologize. We, Dude, don't oh, apologize. I, just, it's all good. Okay. It's I'm just good. saying super Don, you and I, we grew up at a time where <laughs> we like football. We like sports. And it's like, some people will go, Oh, you guys are so look, I get it. I understand where that's coming from. But for me, downtime, look, I'm engaged mentally, intellectually on a lot of things. Like what we do on this show, it's a lot of mental energy expended. I'm not asking like for the world's smallest violin. That's not what I'm saying. I enjoy doing this. Believe me. I love to engage in, you know, mental constructs and discuss and, in, you know, all of that's cool. But when I want to unwind, I want to like, all right, enough. Can I turn that off for a moment and just let that part of my mind relax? And, and yeah, I do other things too. Of course, you know, we exercise, do things, but that for me is, is therapeutic in a sense of like, Oh, I don't have to engage in thinking about the cause and effect other than, you know, here's some people doing some pretty cool things and hopefully it's not scripted. Some argue it is, but anyway, the Falcons suck this year. I don't know what's going on, but I was able to watch it out of market without a problem. I don't have the NFL ticket. And when you say out of market, you were able to watch it on a local affiliate in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, Which you can't, which you normally can't do. And it was, or it, it was on, it was like a, it was a channel that you would not normally have access no, to. No, not even even not even if you had now, the NFL ticket. While, while so, you were watching that, I yeah. was watching NFL Red Zone, which is another one that you don't normally have access to unless you pay extra and it, well, it costs you, you know, X number of dollars a month to be right. able to watch so NFL all Red I'm Zone. I'm saying is if you want to unwind, unplug, or if you want to have access to any, including movies, I did a search in the, the Oppenheimer movie. I don't know if any seen it, but you can watch that already. You don't have to have any of the pay channels. Right. Right, you can access but all of the pay channels. You do have the pay channels in yes. addition to that. Yes, but you've got HBO and Showtime and, and Cinemax and Stars and dude, and, think and about all of, all of that for fifty nine ninety nine a month. It's an amazing deal, it really is. And the st- the sticking point for me was the remote situation, right? Because for me, without yeah. the remote, 
you know, some people like to watch stuff on their computer. Mm -hmm. I'm not a sit down and watch a movie on a computer kind of a guy. So yeah. I would have to go into onto my computer and then I would have to cast it mm -hmm. from the computer to a, a Google Chromecast, which I had attached to the TV. Yeah. And sometimes it worked. Sometimes, sometimes it, it would work. Sometimes now, it wouldn't. Now it's completely integrated. It's it's amazing. That's awesome. Diana says we all need a break from reality. Go Bills. Bills whooped up on the Cowboys. That was fun. Uh, yep. So again, well, let's I talk know. about my 49ers then. I mean, you got to right. talk about the Falcons. Yeah. Talking about the Bills. My 49ers. Amazing team. 11 yeah. and three. Yeah. I think they're tied now with uh, Baltimore, which they won last night against Jacksonville. And now yeah, so they're 11 Baltimore, and three. I will say is in the AFC, your Niners are in the NFC. So they that's might be right. In the Super Bowl. But we, the, we clinched the NFC West uh, right. with our win last night. So this may not be important in the big scheme of things, but hey, let us have some fun. <laughs> As well, right? we're talking about it like it's important. Yeah. It's important to us, but right. you know, come on, everybody's well, got their their if thing. They lose, they lose. You're still going to be okay, but yeah. it's fun. Sports can be fun. I like yes. to play it too. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just saying now with the Q streaming, finally I can go. I know if, you could access this all via computer. If but, you would like to watch documentaries yeah. on yeah. George Soros, yeah, or whatever on on one of the channels, the gazillion channels you've got access to. Yeah, uh, you can do that if you want to watch your 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 religious programming on the religious channels that are there. You can do that if you want to watch history uh, uh, shows or you know any any number of things that you may think, oh well, this would be a better use of my time because it's educational stuff like that. You have mm -hmm. access to all of those channels and all of those things. Uh, yeah, but, and it's just it's a great deal. And then plus, you can watch the Robert Scott Bell show soon. We've been pretty soon, about yeah. Putting yeah. a channel up for us, and that's going to be good. So, so uh, anyway, and and you can actually, if you refer folks, you can you can actually get get some discounts off of it too. So it's the best deal in terms of uh, uh, TV style entertainment, accessing anything, all of the pay channels. And pay per view. Super Don proved that you could do a pay per view, and you wouldn't have to. I watch. Yeah, I watched the the, the UFC last month, uh, which is a like a seventy dollar pay per view, mm -hmm. and it was included with with this program. There's another one coming up. Yeah. So uh, anyway, cool. anyway, we're not a commercial, but it's just it was a uh, it was a cool thing to to have you figure out how to make that work, and so now we have an option of, of using a remote, which. I probably will be doing here very soon because yeah, those little fire sticks are not that expensive. No, they're not. They're not. So they're not. Uh, anyway, so very cool. We had the homeopathic hit on the flu today, a psilococcinum. Interesting. I, by the way, way, I'm behind uh, maybe a couple of uh, the ones on Patreon. I'll work on that later today. Oh, the, the video out the isolated. Yeah. Five minutes, minute yeah. things. Is that a, is that a, like a hard thing to do? Super D? Uh, not really. Okay. It's just, craziness in my life i gotta I do other things and stuff right. and so i i'm running back and forth and <laughs> right. complete this task and i got this one over here you know what i'm talking about that's the yeah, story like, of your life i would just say that in the in the new year if anybody wants to intern and pull five minute clips out of the show and put them up on patreon we that would be well, amazing you know what i'll make i'll make the short pitch you know yeah. i've done it before and obviously the right person has not heard about this yet yeah there's somebody out there that would just like do cartwheels over an opportunity like this. Mm -hmm. We are looking for somebody that will would be interested in interning for the show. And uh, it's not a paid position, but what you will do is you'll learn how to do what it is that I do, which is basically put together a show from A to Z. 
Uh, and that is something if you have any type of aspirations or you know somebody who does of of doing their own uh, show, uh, whether we're talking about the website or the, uh, you know, running a live show, uh, editing a video, editing audio, you know, uh, doing pod, you know, putting podcasts together, you know, imaging. I mean, the whole thing, um, you know, I, I'd be more than happy to teach somebody how to do that. And so the exchange would be. It would be on the job training, basically. Yeah, is what you it would, would be, learn some and learning a skill, uh, real world <clears throat> skills in this regard. Yes. Now, we we've had other people do that in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had gone on to do have careers in broadcasting. They have gone on, yeah. you know, yeah. and, PR and broadcasting. It's, it's even developed into you know situations where sometimes we've been able to throw a few, as you would say, shekels. Yes, their way. way. But yeah, I mean, if you look at op-ed. Mm-hmm. You know, and where he's gone with things. Look at him. He's got his own show now over yeah. on Crosstalk News. Yep. You know, you've got uh, uh, Captain Morgan, who's got mm-hmm. her own PR agency. Yep. Um, so, you know, but in any case, for what it's worth, if you or you know somebody who would be willing, and the thing is, it does take a commitment. Mm-hmm. There is a commitment of time because we are a daily show Monday through Friday. And so there would be a, a situation where I can understand it won't work for some people because they've got day jobs, they've got stuff that's going on and stuff like that. But for somebody out there who's in that that special circumstance where, you know, it's like, yeah, you know what? I got time during the day, you know, that would work perfectly with, you know, with the timing of the show and stuff like that. I'd like to learn how to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, then this is for you. So all you got to do, drop me a, an email, askrsb at gmail.com. You can call us 866-939-2355, 866-939-BELL, um, and we'll we'll see if it works out. Now, I understand, you know, the, the sportscaster's got a talk show, Jason Whitlock? Yeah. The, he's trying Cardio Miracle, and he's having some good success with it. Oh, good. So Love to get him on. I know he's been know. a guy that you've wanted to have on for a long time. I have. I have. So might be, might be able to get him on now that he's connected to Cardio Miracle and liking it. That may be a helpful cross reference. We did the, uh, um, what was it? When I was in Florida last few days, I did a cardio miracle webinar with uh, Dr. Henry Ely and Dr. Avery Jackson, who's a neurosurgeon mm-hmm. and, and John Hewlett. <clears throat> did you, did you get to catch some of that? It was fantastic. I it caught a good. part of it. And actually, you know, if you are signed up from the newsletter, yeah, uh, I've got an email that's going to be going out uh, probably tomorrow. Okay. Uh, that if you didn't catch that, you can catch the replay. Even mm-hmm. if you didn't register for it, we'll just we'll just send it to you anyway because we'd like you to get the information. So yeah. if, I, if you would like you, to get that, be, make sure you're signed up for the uh, newsletter. Did I tell you my my son's roommate, we got him on Cardio Miracle along with my son, of course, was doing it, and his migraines went away. And oh, okay. Another, is it a friend or a relative of, the, of that guy did the same thing? It's like, Migraines? You started the migraine theme. It's like, hey man, it worked yeah, for me, yeah. and I, that's really cool because I hadn't heard of it of it happening that way for anybody else. And now you're telling me two other people that had migraines started doing the cardio miracle, and their migraines went away. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You still don't want me to interview Vivek Ramaswamy, dude? You can do whatever you want. It's, I think it's a waste of time. It's a waste of air space. Okay, and the why guy, I understand that? the guy. Listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I'm like Nostradamus or something. I'm like Karnak the Great that I know everything and know all. Yeah. But I, I know I know the impression that I get of people, and I'm usually pretty good. Um, Ramaswamy, mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. to me comes across as a phony. And it's the way that he talks and how he's always got an, uh, uh, everything is like a, it's like a, a, re, a rehearsed canned response to everything that anybody says. And it's the way that he presents it. It's not authentic. It's not, I guarantee that's not how he talks in real life. When you see him on these shows or you see him on the stage and all that kind of stuff, I can't, I mean, if he did, nobody would talk to him because it's just like right. you're talking to a used car salesman. I don't like that. I just don't, I don't, I don't, it just rubs me the wrong way. And I can tell you everybody that's been in any of these debates as of late, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the four, the four people that are running for second place right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all they do is just, they, they, they talk over each other and it's become a thing in the debates now where if, if somebody says something that one of these guys and Ramaswamy is a perfect example of this. If, if, if somebody says something that he disagrees with, he doesn't wait to let them finish what they have to say and then respond. He mm. immediately launches into s- trying to, to argue against them and talks completely over them as they're trying to finish their sentence and he gets louder and then they get louder. And it's like this competition of, of, get, of, I guess, of third graders that, you know, haven't learned how to speak to, to people gotcha. in a proper way yet. Gotcha. I have not seen the debates. I've tried to stay away other than. Uh, see, show. so, so what you're doing is you are reading things about, I call him Ramasmarmy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but but so in black and white, he said some things that you agree with that you like what he said, and so you want to get him on the show. Right. I get that. Mm-hmm. As the producer of this show, I uh, I I don't I just mm-hmm. I I don't like having phony people on that you know are just just you know giving you a, a shtick and a spiel. Uh, you know, I like to think that I can navigate around and through it, but hey, I don't want to listen. It's not anything about you. I'm not, I not say that you wouldn't have the ability to. Yeah. It's like the people that want to get uh, oh boy, I'm not, I'm not gonna try and open up a can of worms here, but you're not gonna do flat earth, are you? No, it's okay. like the, the, the people that are like, oh, you ought to get uh, the, the other Indian guy. Oh, uh, yeah, no, we've already done that guy, you know, who I'm talking yeah. about, yes. He he doesn't like Ramaswamy, by the way. He he calls him the fake Indian. Right? <laughs> but I won't get that guy. I'm not. We won't even say his name. But I think yeah. some of you know who I'm talking about. I won't get him on either. Yeah. Because he's a douche. Hmm. And and it's like why 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 um why bring ourselves down to that level? Yeah. I'd rather not. Okay. So that well, that's where I stand. Now this is this is called the Robert Scott Bell Show. Dude, no, it's not I, called the Super Don Show. So uh, immensely your participation <laughs> in it. I wouldn't ask if I didn't care what you had to say. I don't ask and go, well, I don't care what you say. That's not All right. you Okay. So I mean, I, I know, I know I'm way. taking a lot of, uh, <laughs> of, uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm taking a little too much. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't even know what the word is I'm trying to think of, but you know, it, it, it is your show. So, uh, and I, and I do work for you. So, um, <laughs> I I haven't gotten too big for my britches. How, here. how am I uh, doing as a boss? Because I don't think of myself. Uh, uh, so listen, if you wanted to get him on, sure. You know what the thing is? Uh, mm-hmm. I think I was talking with Kevin, mm-hmm. and he said that he tried once, and yeah. and they wouldn't they wouldn't get back to him. They wouldn't respond to him. Yeah, but if he's not doing as well in the polls, they they get he's a sucking in the polls right now. Yeah. So maybe it would be easier to get him on. Yeah. Because I don't think he's even like, you know, when they talk about like the top three or the top four now, mm-hmm. you know, it's Trump, 
Uh, it's uh, DeSantis. It's Nikki Haley. And I think they're still throwing Chris Christie in there for oh, some man, strange reason. Do they, hey, do <clears throat> can we get um, Darla Shine on? Did you see, you see the pictures I sent you from the organic? Oh, I did. Table? I did. Yeah, I think we should. She says, I want to stay under the radar. I'm like, Darla, you're not under the radar. Come on. She get her on. Under the we, radar? I know. She's like, I just got to stay quiet. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. Like, yeah well, you know what? You. She she kind of she kind of got beat up there for a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, when she was making some comments about stuff and and the the media took her to task. So yeah. I, I, mean, I can I can appreciate that. I think but, Diana is like you on the issue of Ramaswamy. Yeah. I think that she's commenting here. Used to like him, but debates change it because I haven't seen him. That's why I don't have that experience. You know, I, I, I understand just, what you're saying. I just don't understand how that yeah. that became a, a, a strategy or a tactic yeah. in debates where it's like when uh, if somebody attacks you, you're supposed to have an opportunity to respond, but you wait and then you no. Do it. But it's, you know, the strategy should not be well. I'm going to talk over them, and so they can't you know try and. I just, I can't stand that. It just drives me up the wall to hear people at the same time trying to out, you know, be louder than the other person and stuff. And it's just like, I can't, I turn it off and I walk away. All right. So did you want me to show you the pictures? Sure. Yeah. If you got them handy. This is, uh, where where are you at here? Oh, the organic farmer's table. Organic farmer's table. There you go. Um, There's our waitress behind throwing the peace sign. She was cool. She just turned 18. She's my daughter's age there. She, I was trying to connect them on Instagram. There we oh, are. She's, there's the waffle. Oh, my gosh. I have to say, those were the best waffles I've ever had in my entire life. All organic, covered in, uh, as you can see, strawberry and blueberries and, and homemade whipped cream. Right? Nice. Just incredible. Those and are Belgian waffles, I'm guessing. That was right? our dessert. Yeah. That, in other words, I, we ordered for the whole table, so we each had a little bit of it. There were four of us there, and uh, there's Theo. My buddy Theo from Natural Immunogenics, he makes a very special espresso coffee in the mornings, organic. Ah. And, uh, enjoy that. There, you can see a picture of his dad, his part dad, of the mom, yeah. right, right behind yeah. yeah, nice. And uh, we had a nice, nice, uh, nice few days there, and working with the the new team and helping out anywhere I can. So, all right, yeah. But yeah, if you go to Sarasota and you don't eat at Organic Farmers Table, we're going to put you in timeout. <laughs> You can't listen to the show anymore. No, I'll just put you in timeout. You know, oh. a little bit. That's like, why wouldn't you want to? They're amazing. It's a family business. Nice people. So enjoy that. I do that. Follow them on uh, Instagram, whatever, if that helps. Hopefully it helps. They're, you know, family business. And I was there when they opened a year ago and your year anniversary, they're still here. And uh, in the midst of a lot of restaurants that I wouldn't eat at because the quality is not good, um, you know, supporting those is, is great. Uh, anybody, anybody comment on the, um, the AAP American Academy of Pediatrics? <clears throat> it was just astonishing, uh, but not surprising that they would recommend Ozempic and bariatric surgery for, you know, kids that are overweight, obese kids, five years and under. My, uh, my chat, uh, interface here on restream restarted. So I lost all the stuff from, from oh, okay. before. So <clears throat> here's an interesting news alert that I just got. Uh-huh. Maybe we can talk about this on Thursday with, uh, with Emord. Apparently, uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a bill making it a state crime to enter Texas illegally. Oh, there you go. So there's a little Tenth Amendment, uh, uh, yeah, situation up, hey, going on there, where now, now where their hands were tied on mm-hmm. how to handle illegal uh, immigrants, 
coming over the border because it was a federal thing. Now they've made it a state issue. Interesting. So yeah, now the one. state that's can step in and they can they can uh, they can deal with the situation. Yeah, let's bring that up with Jonathan. Yeah. Let's see. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. All right. Just a heads up on the new year. Uh, the first official things we have listed: February second and third, the Autism Health Summit in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, if you go to the upcoming events tab, I wish we had a better banner for the Health Freedom Expo virtual, right? I mean, I suppose I could take some creative license and try and create something. Yeah, because it still says 79 days away. Yeah, I know. Grabbed it at that moment. But 17th and 18th of February, two days, <clears throat> everything you didn't see at the Trinity Health Freedom Expo from last October, and then some, and some new stuff too. Then we have the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo scheduled in Atlanta area, uh, for March 8th and 10th, 8th through 10th, and then a week later, uh, Lake Lanier Islands, third annual Next Steps Conference, next-steps.info. So we'll get some good time hanging out in the Atlanta area, seeing mom. You know, I'm uh, trying to coordinate, see if I can get that, get out for her birthday celebration, if they're going to do something special on, on her day next month, too. We'll see how timing works, but I know i got a couple of trips to Atlanta in the first quarter as well. All right. Well, <clears throat> oh, people are talking about your facial hair. Really? Diana says, looking good, RSB, with the goatee. Are you? Uh, is it a goatee? It's because you can't see the side stuff. Diana says, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. facial hair. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I don't have to shave often, so I can't really complain like some people that have that proverbial 5 o'clock shadow at 1 in the afternoon. For me, my 5 o'clock shadow starts three days later. Maybe, but still, it's like in the winter time. Typically, I'm like, you know, I'll get a little facial uh, insulation. It's not much, yeah. Yeah. but I've just kind of kept it for a while. And so far, mom hasn't complained too much. And uh, I'll just let it ride for a while, see where it goes till I get All the right. baby face back. There you go. All right, man. All right, man. I think that's that's it. So we will be back tomorrow with uh, news of the day mm -hmm. with uh, Dr. Sheila Fury and Kristen Christie. Yeah. And and you. And you. And you. And, and you. you. And you. <laughs> and all y'all. Come on. It's a party. Healing party. Join us. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And whatever. And heading into the holidays. We'll have some good encores. And we'll figure out what to do for Sunday Conversations, too. If you miss Sundays with Billy Otto, Jonathan's uh, younger brother, I believe, he is a rock and roll star out of Australia. We talked a lot about music and other things, his journey. I think it was a good Sunday conversation from Colombia yep. at Mountains of Hope. And if you guys are interested in doing a Mountains of Hope retreat in the calendar year 2024, let me know. Seriously. We've, we've got a banner over on the website that you can click on. No. Uh, you can submit a form. We also have, you didn't put up on the list, uh, the RSB family reunion with Leslie yet in the upcoming events. No, I don't think yeah. I have a banner. Yeah. I'll check with Leslie on that because I think we've got a new episode of her podcast that I've got to work on too. All right. Well, thank you all for hanging out. A little bonus time today because I hadn't been in studio in a while and uh, we'll see you back here less than 22 hours from now. God willing. Appreciate you.